You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Oh, I didn't know I was doing it. Hey, this is the Board Game Snobs. Welcome. This is, uh, we're joined by... Gobby. <laughs> Me? Hello, I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. This is- and this is Bubba the Non-Host coming to his annual visit. The Non-Host. The Non-Host. Coming I thought you to said his- Nine Holes. No, Nine Holes. Nine Holes Bubba. For his unofficial annual visit. This is the Bubba Top Five. He only plays the front nine. That's front right. Nine. Welcome to the podcast. This is our annual call-in episode. We're it's super true. excited. Actually, we're we're already excited because we're having to snip this intro in at the beginning because we already did the call in. You're so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> so mad. But who called in? That's people right. That we know people. It's a good episode. People. It's a good episode. Let's rank the people who called. <laughs> our, our top ten top listeners, listeners were. that were. I found that Colton. Yeah. No, was, uh, I, I this was a very nice show, a very nice episode. I think Ryan said we had fourteen callers call in, an increase over last time. Last time we just went with a Google phone. A phone number in which people had to just call in and hope that hope we answered. Now oh, who's yeah. Meta? And, uh, well, this is what Conan does on his show, so I figure it's okay. Oh, bride. They've already recorded it. Then they kind of discuss it and talk about what to look forward to in the upcoming podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know he did that. Eventually, we're going to have Bubba do his top five. Yeah, we'll do have another But not in this episode. Not in this episode. episode. We are tired. This was a three-hour-long endeavor. uh, I haven't eaten this year. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's the first time I've heard that joke. (laughs) This episode Uh, being recorded January 1, 2020. 24 sometime guys how many episodes is this for you it's getting close to 285 286 we're in the 280s so i will tell you 300 you gotta have a bang out show and then Uh, we're gonna set something on i gotta do something live and and do it do a show do do something live and do it right like like an anniversary anniversary i don't know what else we can do hey this is a big deal man 300 episodes i I think this is a pretty good one and we got this was the four of us and a call-in show yeah that's that's let's uh-huh. make this one the honorary 300 episode no no, no, no. episode 300 <laughs> will just be a normal show i think episode 300 needs to be Maybe something some blow something. out for y'all yes. so you're gonna set it up and then you're setting these expectations no and we then... just set it up we set a date and we do it whatever okay. it is i think like i don't think a, y'all failed it like we I have a bubble top five on our 300 oh that's that's pressure and we do a yeah <laughs> and we can record it whenever <laughs> And we have Enrique do a, we'll I don't have, know, review sandwiches or something. I don't know what he's going to do. That's good, man. Hey, this is a big deal. I'll people calling in and people we'll love it. It's a big on, deal. Big deal. 
Joe Rogan. Joe. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you get him on. I, t- wouldn't that be super weird? <laughs> just have some random hey, person. Random person. Freaking Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworth. Jeff Foxworth. Like, why? Wow. How? I don't know. That was the most random That was, that event was very random like, of all time. We get an email. Would you like to have, what? What? Why? Because Who? it's Jeff as my cousin. So <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if we did this thing. You know how celebrities will do this thing. Mm-hmm. So and so asked uh, Britney Spears to the prom, and yeah. she and said came. yes. And they came. That's what we need to do. We just need to start emailing real people. people. Who would you? Who would be your ideal? I podcast tell you guest? right now. Danny DeVito. With no, oh, close, close. The first name that popped into my mind. I like the fact that yeah. you just said Danny DeVito <laughs> that quickly. Mine. Would be Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. I would have Nicolas that because you know it doesn't matter what you ask him, he's gonna say something. Yeah, that's who I. Enrique, if you had to interview one famous person, ooh, and it has to be a famous person, a famous person, not an anime character that uh, doesn't exist. Oh, add a guy. Go ahead, Bubba. Why you think he's thinking? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Woody Allen. Because here's why I say Woody. didn't he get in trouble? Not Woody Allen. He got in <laughs> trouble. What a minute. Is it Woody Allen he's or is canceled? It? No, no. It's the guy. It's the other. It's the other thing. The dude with the head. Charlie Chaplin. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> it's like yeah. I had to correct it real quick. It really got me. The Woody Allen. Uh, it got me. Woody Harrelson. And the reason why I always get them confused. Woody Harrelson. The reason why it's like that dude is super yes. interesting. I would. Yes. His he dad has, was a hitman. Yeah. What? Yeah. He does. He doesn't do phones. He doesn't do any of that. He's super healthy. I mean, it's a he's lot of bald. things. He's he's a raw vegan. I did not know that. What's a raw vegan? Raw vegan. That's they a whole they different. They don't cook or steam anything. Raw raw vegan. Wow. Raw. So you're even anti-heat. I mean, he's every. I mean, it's, he would well, be an interesting I, I, oh, guy. Oh. He can play anything, do anything. Be a Nazi guy. Okay. Done. I, I would approve. Will Smith. No, I'm not having Will Smith <laughs> no, on there. No, no. I'm not having him on there. He lost my respect. He lost your respect, me. though. He can't control his emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Keep. Yeah. Go ahead. Bobby, who would you have? I don't respect anyone that can't control their emotions. <laughs> who would you have on? I like Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's cool. That would be another one. That's cool. That would be another I would have cool him do person. every single thing from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Must go faster. I lived the whole show. All right. Well, what do you have? We haven't heard from Enrique. Oh, okay. I, even though he's dead. <laughs> even though he's dead. <laughs> it would be Heath Ledger. It does make it more difficult. He said, even though it's dead. He started out like, that's a small <laughs> thing. <laughs> even though he's dead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It, w- it would have been Heath Ledger. Okay, the Joker guy. Or, uh, is he dead? Are you basing that just simply on the Joker. fact that he was the Joker? Or yeah, did anything basically. else in his life interest you? He just thought he was a joke. Uh, he had really some good 10 things I hate about you. Did you see that? He didn't invent the Heath bar. <laughs> <laughs> he went back in time. Did he go back in time? Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Or he, I would have. The jousting movie? Are you talking about the yeah, jousting no, movie? No, no. The Golden per- the <laughs> I Parnassus. I, I the- no, no, no. He did that. He did that last film that he died in. He died before he got it shot. And they had to have Johnny Depp and a bunch of people playing it that nobody watched. Well, you're used to be, oh, I watch movies. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or, that was very yet, rude. But yet you that can't w- tell me what you're talking Golden about. It's Golden Parnassus. Golden Parnassus is actually the place that I said. Why? why? Goose, excuse me. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. trying to remember another person. He played in, in Castle. He plays in the work. The rookie. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. That was, I, I, okay, yes. The Imaginarium like of Dr. Parnassus. Which you did have, he go back in time? 
And no, it, it, I, I, it, yes, it's, what? it's, it's, it's Heath Ledger, Colin Farrell, Johnny Depp, Jude Law, Christopher Plummer, uh, the imaginary we'll to finish it out is, uh, the film follows a traveling theater group whose leader having made a bet with the devil takes audience members through a magical mirror to explore their imaginations, but then them with self-fulfilling lightning and gravity. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so some weird thing, yeah, uh, but gotcha. time, whatever mirrors, yeah, whatever, yeah. but I there you go. Time line up with the other. I don't know what a Parnassus is. Yeah. But I stayed. That was where I stayed at uh, when I when I was on my honeymoon. Was it Par- the Golden Parnassus? That's who John F. Kennedy was married to, uh, Jackie Parnassus. Yeah, and she's. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't know she that. didn't have his back. <laughs> <laughs> she had his side though. <laughs> Listen, don't cut anything I've said. Don't cut anything she I've didn't said. Have a side. Kennedy jokes head. real cut. Kennedy jokes are fine. Kennedy jokes are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, uh, this episode, just to, okay, since this is the Besides, pre, oh, yeah. this is going to be somewhat chaotic and you know we have it's four people. We have four people talking and then the listener or the call in. And then on some of the call-ins, uh, some sound there was issues. one, there was some sound issues. Where okay. There was a little bit of echo, but that gets fixed. And then on another one, there was a strange hissing. Poor Dave Allen. The strange hissing came in. I don't know I where that comes just from. Hit. Not his fault. Not his <laughs> he might have a snake. <laughs> he, hit, he went into cat mode. It's like a Robin Hood. Yes. But overall, it went very, very nicely, at least for us. I uh, enjoyed it. Thoroughly. And I'm sure, I don't know that any rando person listening to the show for the first time would enjoy listeners calling in but, but this could be you, you never know yeah you set your clocks ahead of time there you go you could you could come on here and ask questions That's to right. uh and bunch of middle and i think maybe we should make this like january 1st is just our call-in episode it's our calling in we should just do it at random <laughs> or do it at random i think we should just call our listeners at random <laughs> just just email us your phone number there you and go. we'll just call, call you in the middle of the day. Morning, you're in the middle <laughs> of your <laughs> day say hey, hey is, so what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> just who is this that's gobby just start right. talking i'm extremely hungry so right. uh that's gonna do it for uh, no wait this uh, is the intro good luck no wait this is good luck and good night uh, so <laughs> en- enjoy the show. Yes. Enjoy the show. Enrique, enjoy yes. this. It's a- enjoy the show. Okay. Have fun. Thank you so much. The first time you've ever finished the sentence. I know. <laughs> We have Richard Payne. Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's going quite well so far on our first caller. Let's say, let's start the timer. Look at you, prompt 11.59 and 8 seconds. That's good. And... Do you have any immediate questions, comments, concerns, haikus you would like to express? Uh, happy New Year. How about that? It is. This is, the, this is 2024. It is, it is We've indeed. made it into the new year. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, look at that. I have no goals or aspirations this year. 
Just Although, like Leah. And I do not serve the Roman god Janus. Or is it Janus? Janus. Janus. So you Janus. don't you don't celebrate that guy. Janus. <laughs> the two-faced god. I kept saying Janus, and DJ was saying, is his first name Hugh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the way to start off the uh the, the year with a good sphincter joke. Yeah. So Dick, how's it been going? Oh, it's been going okay. I've uh Barely played any games at all the past year. Mm. I think I think I listed like forty or something plays all year. But you know, that is, other than that, that is unfortunate. Out of what you've played, is there anything decent? What is the best? I don't know. Just uh, most of the old old familiars, viticulture. I uh, recently learned Raiders of the North Sea because I got it super cheap, and it was okay. It's okay, indeed. It was. It's overrated in my book. They did that reprint with uh, what's the other game that you had with the Raiders of the Lost Sea reprint? I can't. Scythia. Scythia. Yeah, yeah. We, we we sold Raiders and kept Scythia. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's just, just just moving yeah. stuff around. Richard, Pillaging. Where do you hail from? I noticed a slight drawl to your voice. Mississippi. Ooh. Wow. Oh. From a we're from, we're little in, tiny town in. right near Tupelo, Mississippi. There you go. The birthplace of Elvis. <laughs> Bubba just went on high alert. Bubba's like, Tupelo? <laughs> no, I just wanted to know where from. <laughs> where from? From where do you have? Mississippians no. are unique. Birthplace of Elvis. It is. Yeah. I haven't watched the Elvis movie yet. The one with the fat Tom Hanks. Fat hey, Hanks. Hey, I haven't either. I keep seeing the, that keeps showing up on my YouTube shorts. I don't, that guy that plays Elvis, that Austin guy, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He is very, uh, what's the term? Attractive? I it's weird. It's very weird to look at him because he looks like Elvis to an extent that is. I really like the movie. Disturbing. Despite Tom Hanks' weird portrayal. Was Tom being weird? No. He just had a weird accent. I heard he had a really strange accent, yeah. Mississippi, Georgia, all that. Those are difficult accents to do. They're not. They're not. But Richard's doing quite well. Well, yeah, not if you're born you, there. You have to be there, but yeah, you can't. I've had a lot of practice. Yeah. yeah, it's not the. It's like the governor type, the you know, Louisiana thing. It's not the same. It's more of a. When you get between Louisiana and Florida, that area there is kind of a, Weird. a mixture of swamp people, and mountain people, and coastal. It's it's all of it. French. It, yes, it's it's very interesting. Like I, I watched a YouTube video just the other day about Creole and what's the other term for Louisianans? The Creole and Cajun. Cajun, Cajun and the difference between that. So basically like all the French that were like in Nova Scotia and they just came down to they got ran off mm-hmm. and they got came down and there was a difference. And it was being very specific between Cajun and Creole, which has nothing to do with Mississippi, which I cannot spell. <laughs> I always find it funny that Elvis was born in Tupelo, right? Yeah. And then y'all have the like the memorial, which I've been to, by the way, in Tupelo. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I know where it is. But it's right after one polo and before three polo. There you go. But uh, <laughs> everything else is in Graceland, which is in Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Memphis. It's a like two hour drive north. Yeah. So, so why didn't? Yeah, why, I think he moved there when he was like really young. So. Yeah, Elvis should have came home. What killed Elvis? Didn't he die on the toilet? Drugs. False. Yeah. False. Yeah, bar- barbiturates is because 
bars on the. Mm. I think technically they labeled it very carefully as being just heart disease, but I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, it was yeah. the Barbitchwitz that got him. Marbital yeah. was back according in to the, the day. yeah. According to the movie, he was on drugs, yeah. drinking, partying too hard. He's basically. very constipated. Uh, peanut butter and bacon sandwiches. Very, and he got fat at he some did. point, which I recently watched videos of that just because I did not get to. I'm not a huge Elvis fan. Yeah, I'm not either. But. One of his songs that has been redone mm. is like my one of my top ten songs of all time by a country singer named Billy Swan, Don't Be Cruel. It is a one of the most beautiful songs sung by this country singer huh. from back in the uh, 70s. Yes, but he sings it country and he swings it slower. And it's completely different. Like like you will not almost not realize that's that song. Okay. Real quick. We're, we're railroading Richard. Yep, yep, yep. Let's rich Richard talk. That's a pain. <laughs> Richard, what was the last game you played, if you can remember? Uh, I just played Isle of Cats with my wife. We uh, just learned that. Yeah, there's a bunch of cat games. That that that, that yeah. that's not a bad game. It's another one of those games that I feel like was overhyped because of the theme of cats. People love yeah, cats. Yeah. Did well, you enjoy why, it? That's why she played it. Right. Did you like it? It was okay. It's cat Tetris. Yeah, it's cat Tetris. You're putting uh, cats on a boat, which is not. I'm I'm bad. I'm bad at that that type of thing. So, it was fun. Yeah, the cats are all laid out weird, and you're just placing them on a boat, trying to save as many cat things. Oh, okay. It's cat Tetris. I enjoyed junk drawer, which is is junk is Tetris. I haven't played junk drawer. It's 25th century games. It's Isle of Cats, but faster with junk and streamlined and more slightly different rules. Any any of those Tetranimino games, whatever you call them, are all just Tetris with some rules. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed that World Wonders game that we played at BGG. You may have heard us talked about. That's a new game that's coming out that yeah. kind of does the whole Tetris thing, but with the neat 3D buildings. And it, it, it to me, adds. That's my favorite so far. Yeah. I, I like World Wonders, then followed by Junk Drawer, then followed by everything else. And so far, it's it's uh, those Tetris games are are just a dime a dozen. My city was yeah. good. Play that with your wife if you want a good Reiner Knizia game. That's a legacy game. That My City. I haven't played My Island, but My City. My wife really loved that. It's a legacy yeah, game. Yeah, I've heard some good things about My City. And my wife, my wife, <laughs> my, uh, my wife, my city, my wife. My wife. That it, should be the next. That should have been the installment. I should make a game. <laughs> if here's an idea for all you designers out there, make a game that's just called My Wife, and it's just a game that's designed to be played with your wife. Like if she's not you have a like a. Five Eyes and Wife. My, My wife. wife. Uh, classic. Classic. Richard, do you have any goals or aspirations for the future in life in general? Mm. Uh, Deep. And just keep moving onwards and upwards, I suppose. Uh, do you have family? I'm still working on, still working on my uh, weight loss thing, which I haven't oh, texted yeah. you about in, in quite Look, a while. We're not talking about that. Gobby's right now, working okay. on his weight loss thing, too. You, you've quite successful yeah. so far. Oh, yeah. Yes, you yeah. good. Congratulations. You've, so far, so good. Yeah. Uh, new year, new me. Do you even recognize me right now? I, you're growing a beard well. and uh, Not well, but as well, so because it's gray. As of this recording, I mean, uh, you know, it's going to come out much later, but it's 12 o'clock noon-ish on uh, January 1. I haven't eaten all year. <laughs> 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 all right. That's, All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I can't muster it. I'm sorry. I tried. I really tried. It was. A, it was an admirable attempt. 
Okay. I admire you. Uh, do you have family, Richard? It's a one. I do. I have uh, three kids. Ten mm. uh, <laughs> and twelve. <laughs> what? That's not the what? What are you? That's not a that's not appropriate response, Gabby. Mm. <laughs> like I'm gonna put them in a bowl of soup or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Put some salt in that. Uh, Weirdness. Okay. All right. Three kids. I can't relate. Jerry, speak. I have kids. Yes. I will. <laughs> what, 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 if you've procreated, now you may talk. <laughs> is, that, is that the thing? It's like, uh, this is only for people who understand the crushing uh, stress of, of, of having children. Yes. You, your oldest is 12. Yeah. My oldest is 12 as well. And that is a oh, scary okay. age. Yeah. Is, is, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're the, almost teenagers. Is it the terrible 12s? It's the it's the I'm almost um, terribly hormonal, and I can wreck your life. That's scary. Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's scary. It's very scary, and you reap everything for which you have sown, and then some. So yeah, my heart goes out to anybody with children of that age because it's it's terrible. You make me feel Richard's good. Richard's. I've asked Ryan if anyone else is in queue because I said five minutes, and Richard has gotten his five. No, Richard can stay mm, as long if, as he wants. If there's no one else in queue, oh, as a fellow stay. Southerner, <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> I say, I say, I say. Stop that, Ricky. You guys are now live with uh, Jerry. I recognize. Maybe that's Ryan causing the feedback. We don't mind. Baby. Wait, Gabby, I think we've been some BGA games together. Who's that is this? Correct. This is Jerry. Jerry? Yeah, I stole your name. There's two no, I'm, Jerry's. I'm offended. There's two Jerry's. Jerry who? Jerry Huang from... Oh, we know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know this guy. Enrique popped up. popped up. We know this guy. <laughs> Enrique was super excited for some reason. Enrique, <laughs> I got to ask you, have you ever listened to the outro of the show? He has never listened he to knows. not one second. Not yet. Of this podcast. And we're feedback. I don't listen lot. to my own yeah. greatness. You don't listen to any own greatness. Plus, you don't listen to podcasts. You've never listened to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, not really, no. No, he's never listened to a podcast. Jerry, I don't suppose you happen to have some earphones, do you? Oh, is it... Um, We're getting the echo. Making funny echoes? Something's yes, wrong. Something. Oh, something's wrong. That's not right. I'm that sure. Is, that is that's not right. you never heard that before. Uh, well, well, that's not right. Look who's talking. I haven't ate all year. <laughs> look. That's a great joke. Any joke that's a pun that has to do with your name is great. Yes. So we, we, when I was in high school, my daughter, I mean, my sister and I, we were in the same math class. And the teacher said, I'm going to sit the two of you next to Mr. Colin Wright. So we got two Wongs make a right. Oh, that's that's. Not making up a school shoot. That's right. right there. That's okay. <laughs> we call that a civil lawsuit. Right you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, what game did we play at BGG? Oh, I I wasn't at a BGG, but BGA. I was at Dice Tower West. Dice Tower West. So how do you know this guy, Rike? Yeah. Rike just knows people. He just know. acts like he knows everybody. I have to. He has to. Rike weird and down about that. He knows people. Oh yes, the echo was gone. Thank you, sir. Either way, all right. Is that better? I'm using yeah. some. Your Other Jerry, do you have any questions for us? First of all, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some things, and you guys can talk about whichever one you. Uh, number one, BGA tournament. Number two, Jerry, how are you liking the hoodies? Number three, wait, uh, I just World Wonders, <laughs> hoodie, Ark Nova, The Godfather, 
blood rage. So whatever topic you guys want to do, I just had those those things uh, on my queue of. Okay, so recently with hoodies, because I've never had a hoodie until recently. I have never I worn a hoodie like <laughs> this. This past year was my first, and it I was, wore this for you right here. It drove. <laughs> It got me kind of messed up because they bought me a hoodie for work and it had the company logo. And I'm like, I'm not wearing this. This is this is not mm. my thing. Like, this is not appropriate. What do I do with it? Do you wear clothes underneath it? Like, I had no idea what you do with a hoodie. But um, but I made the the mistake of one day getting called out during the weekend when I hadn't done laundry yet. And I had, was forced to wear said hoodie. And that wrecked me. Because I realize why now people wear them because they're immensely comfortable mm-hmm. and they have utility. Yep. There's just a lot about them. Mm-hmm. And you have an air of. They're professional pajamas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. I'm anti. But I, if I see somebody wearing pajamas mm-hmm. out in public, mm-hmm. I am in a rage. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that very specific. Because I'm like, you can't be anti-pajama just in general. No, not in general. No, just out, no, no, no. Out in the belt. Well, I'm not anti-pajama, but I am very much, I don't I don't like pajamas as much as the rest of the world. I am a in-the-nude person. I don't do pajamas. But not walking around your home. Yes. Not in front of your family. Yes. <laughs> that what? CPS is on their way. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just, I am anti, I, I understand the necessity for pajamas. And to be comfortable, but either way, let's not digress. Back to the back to the. Yeah, my, my boss. I'm a teacher, and my boss, of course, is a principal, and uh, she actually wears hoodies with a blazer when we uh, go out uh, represent the school. So try that one. You wear the blazer over, over the, the hoodie? hoodie. I know. I know. Like like I, a coat. It's like. Man, <laughs> like a blazer over the hoodie, and that could be clean. It depends a on how you jacket. Do it. That's what like a blazer a jacket, is, right? Like a suit jacket? Yeah. Yeah, some people can do yeah, it yeah. and be nice. It's like I'm I'm, cool. I'm I'm casually business. That's like two pieces of outerwear. Yeah, but they do it. It's hot. It's hot? It's like hot. Hot, it's hot? hot? No, it's hot. Like Oh, oh hot. I thought you like Paris Hilton. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It, what, what, what do you teach and what grade? Uh, I teach um, game design, programming, coding, and math. So you're like one of the cool teachers. Mm. Teachers should be applauded. Yes, I do. Nah, I, I think teachers are kind of over. Insert applause here. Insert applause here. But you have to say teachers are heroes, uh, which they kind of are. If you've ever are. tried to teach somebody something, yeah. I've been trying to teach some Enrique uh, something for years. Uh, huh? for, I mean, you know, in this climate, they have to be also in real life. Unfortunately, I mean, they go go through a lot. We've so, been watching the Columbine documentary. It's quite depressing. Why are you watching such depressing stuff? My wife watches them. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Yeah, don't be watching that. Thanks. Do y'all have like, uh, you know, actions to take for emergencies in case terrible things happen? Boy, you went dark really fast, Gobby. I'm sure it's on his mind. It is. I bet Jerry's worried, really worried about this. Well, there's there's stuff going on. But hey, can we talk board games? Maybe. Good job, sir. Oh, see, good job. see. Okay, Listen. we're going to keep it live. Okay. Yeah, sir. thanks a lot. Sorry. Yeah, who would have thought, Gabby? Read the room. Good <laughs> night. Have a caller come in. So what's your thought? <laughs> yeah, your I'm sorry, Jerry. Question? I'm sorry, other Jerry. And re- Gabby, Gabby doesn't have any clue about what he's teaching. All right, Jerry, what's the last game? you? Not you, Jerry. Jerry, what's the last game you played, Jerry? Jerry, don't say nothing. Yeah, Jerry, don't. what's the last game you played, Jerry? 
Oh, uh, we, I just played World Wonders. I got my copy open. Oh, for Christmas good game, and, good um, game. There were two missing components, but we we're still able to play it, and it was surprisingly excellently good. Um, excellently good. That's a teacher talking. That's, a, that's, 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 that, I, well, that's my, I think that's exactly what I said, was it was excellently good. <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> it was way better. I just said it's like my favorite tetranomenomenia. Polyomino, I think, is what they I, mostly I don't know say. How, yes, I don't know what yes. it identifies as. <laughs> World Wonders. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's your favorite game, Jerry H? Yeah, list. Oh man, probably um, Ark Nova. My wife and I we play it. We Ark played about Nova. forty times, which is basically improved terraforming Mars, which I approve yeah, of. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not a terraforming Mars yeah. fan, and Ark Nova to me was was. I understand why people enjoy it more, and I think that it is a superior game. Although the scoring mechanism kind of blows my mind a little bit. The whole Whatever that thing was. I can't even remember it. That, that weird it. scoring track thing. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. We also just played uh, Francis Drake. That's kind of the oh, old one. And then one of the few games uh, I regret selling. Jerry, where do you hail from? Uh, I grew up in Dallas, and uh, I live in California now. That explains oh, really. Okay. So you did the reverse. You went to, went California. to California. Interesting. Yeah. That's a beautiful area. We're in California. Yeah, I live in uh, Sacramento. What's your address? <laughs> what school do you? <laughs> I swear, Jerry, this is why this is why we always have to edit him out. Okay, I know Jerry come at us like with some things he wanted to know right off the bat, but I was doing other stuff. Have we answered all your questions? Mm-hmm. Any just of your the questions? hoodie thing? No, I, I just the hoodie thing. thing. Okay, yeah. what was something else you want us to answer? Oh, I just. I want to thank you guys for doing a fun job with uh, those, this thing called podcasting. So, uh, nothing much. I just want to chat with you guys. That's all. Oh, well, very nice. I appreciate yeah, he that. Didn't, he didn't care about this. He just wanted appreciate to see that. us. Well, I'm sorry. He wanted here. to be with oh, us. you know what? I do have a question. There we go. Are you guys going to be at a convention coming up? We keep doing BGG. And I think we're probably going to do BGG Spring. At some point in time. We are going to, I'm going to convince Gobby to take a Xanax and get on a plane and go to some sort of Dice Tower event. Dice Tower West. Or just, yes, yes, just to go to a Dice Dice Tower event that so we can be around the people that are on the Dice Tower because we will never get anywhere if we do not hobnob with the other other board game hobnobbers. It's true. I would love to go to BGG, but it's during the school year. As a teacher, that ain't going to work. <laughs> These you don't get off for Thanksgiving? And the spring is oh, in May. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. But the one in May, end of May, yeah, y'all probably get to California. Y'all probably go to June. I haven't. My, I the end of May is um, finals week. That's yeah. right. I homeschool my kids. Yeah, like college. Not because I don't trust teachers. <laughs> We don't really have any schools here in Oklahoma. <laughs> we have like three schools, and they just teach them how to milk cows. So it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta I want my kids to know math. And uh, all the field trips are to the ki- Tiger King, the Tiger King place. Hey, kids, this is a bangle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never recover financially from this. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's a Tiger King. He said he said he did board game uh, game design, right? Yes, yes I'm right. interested in that. Yeah. When you say game design. Have you designed yeah. something? 
Well, we I teach concepts of game design in general, and then it's a coding class too. So students get to yeah. make a prototype on paper, and then they actually can program it as a video game too. So I want to know what. And wh- then you take them and claim them as your own. <laughs> That's called infringement. <laughs> uh, what What are the cons? So all right. I know every when you talk about concepts, I know there's got to be like principles of game design, things that you should not violate. Right. Am I on the right track? Is this a thing? Have I just made this up in my mind? I feel like I'm I'm making stuff up. Okay. what are give (laughs) me the main idea? Give me the main idea of the concepts of game design. What is it? What is something that is objectively bad? Or something that is objectively good. Oh well, let's let's just start the main concept of of game design uh, that like all these new professor people write about is called core aesthetics. So instead of making a game, um, starting with the mechanics like first person shooter or you know um, like RPG, you Mm -hmm. start with what emotion are you trying to elicit? So if you look up core aesthetics. of game design on the internet, you'll find a list of about eight or nine of them. And there are things like um, challenge and abnegation and um, competition or fellowship and things like that. I already love this. Um, mm. So like I thought core mechanics was just having abs. The So if you, what, so in terms of, you probably play a lot of video games, right? I have to well, assume core, this. Oh, core aesthetics. 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 So uh, core, Core aesthetics. So you play a lot of video games, I'm assuming. Put in the chat. Right. You I play, used to. Used I have all board gaming nowadays. As you might have all guessed, board gaming. I used to play a lot. So, so the same concept, I'm assuming, for game design crosses over yeah. from video games. Any game. Games. Yeah. You got you put your audience in mind. Like, what do you want them to feel? Do you want to feel them to feel scared? That's called sensory pleasure, the technical name. Sensory pleasure. you want them to have a sense of fighting someone else, you know, challenge and competition, if you want them to go on an adventure, exploration, you know. So when you build a game, you the best example they always say is the difference between Call of Duty and Portal. Uh, they're both first-person shooters, but one's a one's a, a totally different other field than the other, you know. Right. That's the example people give. So the the first thing that you do in, in when you're designing a game is determine what this core aesthetic is going to be, what what the feeling that you want to project onto the audience. Um, exactly. That's ex- that's an interesting concept because typically when you you hear people interview, I'm thinking like Dick Simpsons or people of that nature that interview a lot of board game designers in the past, they'll often bring up that you know, do you think of the theme or do you think of the mechanics? And I think that this idea of core aesthetics that covers both of those. It's it's do you want there to be a challenge? Yeah. That can come through via the theme and the mechanics or the mechanics. So it's not necessarily which one comes first, chicken or the egg type thing. It's really what is the overall feeling you want to project onto your um, onto the audience. I think that's interesting. Well, I think that's why Space yeah. Biff does real good at his criticisms, critiques, whatever you want to call it, reviews, is because he often addresses what does this game make you feel. And that's a that's an interesting question yeah. to ask a designer. Like, was there a certain feeling you wanted to project in your design of this game? Is there a certain board game that stands out to you right now that has a a core aesthetic uh, that you find uh, quite interesting? Yeah, I mean, it's not one of your guys' favorites. One of mine is Blood Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have this strong, strong sense sense of you know interactive competition mm-hmm. uh, that you just can't get away from like you just can't like francis drake too like francis drake like 
you are just playing the other players as much as you're trying to build a strategy. I got to collect this and this and this, but you know, you want to go there first, but I, I want to go there. You know, like you have the strong sense of like, um, you're competing for things, right? Competition. I sent a little link there. It's, I just searched on the internet. It's like MDA mechanics, dynamics, aesthetics. So, uh, let's see the list is narrative, like telling a good story. So that would be like, um, a good storytelling game. Like what, um, what, any Ryan Lockett uh, campaign game. He does a good, okay. he does a good job. Tell a good story. He does an excellent job. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Ryan says we have six people in queue and we're going on 15 minutes with Jerry. Jerry, wrong. <laughs> Listen, uh, you're going to have to, yes. you're going to have to come on the show at F- some point in time. Send yeah. us an email. We need to have you on the show because I'd, I'd like to do just an episode discussing. Good times, good times. Yes, because this is this is a thing. Like and continue being a professional level comedians and uh, <laughs> I'll keep listening. We will. We will. We appreciate you, other Jerry. See you later, man. Okay, Ryan. Happy New Year. Bye, Jerry. Bye. All right, very good. Uh, You have Timothy Ballard, who is not on Discord, so pump that if you want to. He is coming on now. Let me move him in. That's nice. That's Buffalo Trace. Timothy Ballard. (laughs) Hey, Timothy, you there? I know Tim Ballard. Do I know Tim Ballard? uh, Hey, Tim, are you there? Hey, I am. Tim Ballard. That name sounds right. I am live with the snubs. Welcome, Timothy excellent. Ballard. Okay, excellent. I've got my entire family here. My uh, my kids absolutely love listening <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> what are your kids' names? Jake and David. Oh, that's good names. I li- All right, Jake, you said? Like Big Jake? Jade. 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 Jade, Jade like the green <laughs> rock. Yeah, like, yeah. And David. Those are, str- those are strong yeah. names. How old? <laughs> Uh, almost 13 and um, almost 12. Um, we were just talking about how awful that age is <laughs> and how that, how that, uh, that you got to be, you, you reap what you sow there at that particular age. For the parents, not necessarily for the children. And the children. That's that. This is the time period in your life where the kids decide whether they have cool parents or boring parents. Cool that's, that's, that's what it is. If you can win that, hmm. you can win that, that threshold. Jade, what's your opinion of Timothy so far? <laughs> Dad. <laughs> He's just hilarious. <laughs> he's he's telling them to say that. I can <laughs> say that now. Uh, money is being flashed. Enrique, they the kids oh, no. still use that. I love you, Tim Bowers, on me constantly. <laughs> <laughs> did you say? I forgot that you said that at some point in time. Oh, oh wait, Timothy Bowers. He's yes. got Ballard on yeah. here. That's all right. The Ballard of uh, D- okay, yeah. okay. Ballard. So we do know Timothy. I know Tim. I knew I knew Tim. Well, it's he's my, not that our producer. Put the wrong name on the screen. Just say wow. So call, I'm like, who is this? You're person? doing a Will Wheaton I'm and like, calling out the producer. <laughs> who is this guy? Okay, well, Tim and Jade and yep. David. Uh, David. Yes. Any, any questions, comments, criticisms for any of us? Enrique's Mainly Enrique. Here. Bubba's here. Ask Enrique a question. Why are we asking me questions? Why is his mic put, off? Put your mic. It's not. He just needs to get right up mean? on. Get right up on it. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. So. Man, this is really close. Do you love Tim Bowers? Who's Tim Bowers? <laughs> 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 it's fleeting. It's fleeting. He's like, who's Tim Bowers? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, I think the kids. What have the question. kids been? Pl- what yeah. do you play with your children? What? Well, my daughter, she really enjoys uh, King Domino 
and the Quacks of Quedlinburg. I want to play Quacks of Quedlinburg. The only two I ever like. <laughs> I want to play Quacks of Quedlinburg. I haven't. I have played Queen Domino, which was not as good as King Domino, in my opinion. But that's that's a very. I agree. Yeah, I, I just not not that I'm misogynistic or anything, but the Queen Domino just didn't hit me right. The, the King is gone. The King was benched. It's better. more apropos. It's the King. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was right. It was R.I.P. Have you ever tried uh, that? Uh, what is that? Tiny Towns. That's another good one if you like. Uh, I don't want to say simplistic, but it little cube pushing little building things. That that's another good one. I fa- I found it's really nice for we families. We have that one. She hasn't tried playing that one yet. We haven't. We honestly forget about it sometimes. I do too. I don't like board. You so don't, I exclude myself. You don't like board games? Not but, really, but I love y'all's podcast. that's good we don't like board games either what do you like about our podcast y'all are funny and y'all argue argue constantly and funny that 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 didn't count she pretty much got it she got feels it feels it he's got it down pat yeah that's yeah that's that's that that is the essence basically our profile of what we are We're, we're trying to argue less but unfortunately i have to resist the urge to point out how wrong everybody is and it's that's that's sorry for you i'm getting there and i'm resisting the urge to read respond and just complete rage to everything jerry says but apparently there are some that enjoy that we just <laughs> just have one episode a month a rage we just rage it episode, out say yes. everything that would be good it's just the cuts. let it all out everything we had to edit out of the podcast yeah. airing of grievances yes. yes call let it hang jade's over here just freaking out laughing because she's just she loves that idea so much <laughs> air, air your grievances out what we could do we could do what, what we need to have is this all that listeners email in their grievances doesn't have to do with anything about anything just what what do you not like we'll air their grievances out while we do ours that's at the right same time jade david quick question let's see i'm sure we've got others in queue jade what is your favorite movie question false false is it mission impossible (laughs) one two three four five six okay david do you have a favorite movie uh he expected y'all to ask him about his favorite board game oh we don't do that here (laughs) we hate board games This is a board game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she says the other. That's great. Okay, so what is your favorite board right, game? Go David. ahead with your favorite game, David and Jade. I just heard someone scream my name. That was, no, that was the from that was Judd Hirsch from Independence Day. <laughs> and like right off the top of my head is probably like the Monster Hunter game off of Kickstarter. Ooh, oh, Monster ooh. Hunter World. Yes, Monster Hunter is ba- for people who like to grind. A lot of yeah, that's what a I mean. lot of grinding. A lot of grinding. They have a board game of Monster Hunter, they which we've not. They need to make a new phrase for that. What? Well, yeah, well, but it, it existed. I got. You. All right, so Monster Hunter and who else? What's else? Quack. Quacks. Okay, Quack to Quedlinburg. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, it's been very nice to speak to y'all. Any last comments before we let you go? More banter sandwiches. <laughs> more banter well, guys, sandwiches. I just want to say more, thank y'all more for banter uh, sandwiches. Young and I, I like banter. Well, no sandwiches. problem. Thanks for coming on, Timothy Ballard. Have a good one, sir. What is your favorite yep. sandwich, Enrique? Yeah, hey, you know, I completely saved all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard Ballard. Ballard. <laughs> no, Ballard. 
Tim Ballard was the guy who saved us from the human trafficking ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that did. the Cry of Freedom movie or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Then it, yeah. He was saving kids from trafficking. Yeah. All right. And thanks for coming on. Goodbye. <laughs> Have I mean, a good one. Who wants to? Who wants to? I mean, kids are rough enough as it is. Who wants to? I mean, come on. <laughs> Tim, I feel Ballard. That's good. Bowers. Bowers. I know who, who it is. That's Chad Chasson's friend. Yes. I played. I, we've played Crescent City. Crescent. And his wife, Betsy? Betsy. Betsy. Who got, yes. She put me in my place while I was upset about a game of Crescent City Cargo. All right. Next we have. Yeah, Michael Vinoy coming in. Michael Vinoy. Well, Michael Vinoy, the one that asked us, okay, you haven't heard it yet, but you will have by the time this comes out. So it's more time. Assume that you've been answered. (laughs) Yeah, your question about the villain or the hero question. We spent half our podcast, as you have already heard, answering that question. So know that we answer your emails and your thoughts. Michael Vinoy, you are muted for some reason. And your prayers. There we go. There you go. All right. Yeah. So I suppose I remember that happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much. All right, Michael, (laughs) any questions, comments, concerns you would like to ask Enrique, Bubba, Jerry, or the conglomerate thereof, the board game snobs? I've got a couple. First, uh, I, I'm just going to say it. We need a new Bubba Top 5. It needs to be- <laughs> <laughs> that may be the next keep it episode. Is keep it the mind, Bubba so Top 5. Keep it in mind. Yes, we okay. do. Uh, and then, okay, so we've got Bubba there. Yes. And we've, we've got Enrique. Yes. Hello. This, this would only be better if we had Deej and Chardet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that would cause a problem. That would that would cause a and that we would implode if we ever tried to do Michael was the one loyal listener we had on Disagreeable Nerd. That's <laughs> <laughs> all about it. Charday <laughs> Charday is actually just a few feet away in her pajamas reading right now, but she refuses to do a podcast anymore. She says she has retired. And retired on top, apparently, which I have shamed her into. I mean, her 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 opinions on movies and such were awful, absolutely awful. But still, <laughs> people liked her. Oh, you do you want more of this? <laughs> yes, I, 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 I put my cup out there. You don't. Okay, retract. Right, there's your buffalo trace. I can't reach it. All right, Michael. Anything else that you'd like to question us regarding? Uh. Not really. Before uh, we start cresting you. Just, like a ho- just a hello and you love us. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. I'm just a loyal listener through all the podcasts, even the ones that don't exist, like <laughs> the order of chaos. Where is this order of chaos at? Yes, I actually like the idea of order of chaos. Uh, you have to take that up with but- Sir Delizio, Michael, and Daniel, because it was going to be revived. They had me on for several episodes and then well just as they're very sporadic over there they can't seem to get their stuff together even for episode 100 they felt too much pressure (laughs) yeah they we were episode 100 and they wouldn't admit it i think that we should probably end up doing our only funds podcast and uh just making it a a uh complete revamp of the order of chaos that was a great idea by mr dan hughes which i would never tell him to his face but uh 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's out there in the public now. People take ideas all day long. Uh, yes. Plagiarism. Done. I had a great idea the other day. You know day. what? I'm doing it. Plagiarism. <laughs> I mean, I'm fixing to pull up three random things right now. There you go. And we'll rank them. Hang I'm on, Michael. We're going, to, we're going to pull up three random things. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. List me three random items. Wow. You don't have any items about random. Siri is about as useless a an AI as I've ever seen in my life. What you doing that Apple stuff, man. Three random items so that we can rank them with uh, uh, our dear listener, Michael Vinoy. Longtime loyal listener. Here we go. Number one, an outlet, uh, electrical outlet, a towel, or a baby doll. Go. Okay. Well, obviously, the electrical outlet is the most important of all these things because it is literally... Like, it's nearly magic. Like, it's, you you stick a thing in that, and let tri- power comes to it. That is... But think about all the terrible things that have also occurred due to electricity. Yes, but it, but not through an electrical outlet. Nobody has been, no, very few people have died because of electrical outlet. Just the outlet. Just a 120, sticking a fork in it, you're poor, just going to get a shock. Poor electricity's had all these feelings bottled up, and finally it had an outlet. Yes. So, this a, a electrical outlet is obviously number one, followed by the fact that although I know baby dolls have this aura of, of like, all your kid, kids you're to this day to care. Don't, don't know. That the baby dolls are at the very, very bottom because they're creepy. No, creepy. They're spooky. They may come alive. They're they yes, and like it's like the Chucky doll. That's true. They're just not and towels. If yes, towels. Like that is the item that for which are was created. Somebody got their hands wet once and thought we need an article. I need it dry, and I need it dry now. We no, we have to have something for which to towel this off. I can't just air dry. Do you think in the westerns they had towels? No, they stood up out of the tubs and just stood there. Okay, Michael. So, what would you say between one, electrical outlets, towels, baby dolls? Not a good one. This was not a good list. Random lister num- dot com. Thanks. I should have went with spoon. I, I'm there. I, I uh, also list the electrical outlet as number one. You, you just need it for so much. Then would come the towel. And then what do you need a baby doll for? Nothing. Really? Nothing. But what do you need a towel for? If we all lost our outlets today, how affected would we be? Life would shut down. Outlet malls, the outlets that we use to express our rage, everything. Electrical outlets. Towels. Towels. But towels you could do completely without as well. We could all have air dryers. But you wouldn't want to, though, right? Well, you don't want to because it's, yeah. it's just more time consuming. If, Electricity, if you didn't have it, you would do things like, I don't know, things that are more worthwhile with your time. Sometimes. Well, it's not electricity. Like it's just the fact that the there outlet. was no outlets. Yes. Like we couldn't but, plug anything in. Yes. But that would be healthy. No. <laughs> no. No. How much better was the world, though, before electricity? Well, not before that outlets. great. People, people died. People's lifespan was died in childbirth. I mean, electricity is is no, literally not talking about diseases. No, no, stuff. no. Electricity has caused all the great inventions that we have today that we need all require some form of electricity. Like there is nothing An outlet, not electricity. Well, I'm saying, but by out, via outlet, even if you're discussing just normal outlets, like replace any other electrical input or outlet with just a typical outlet. 
Yes, we could get by. If all we had were 120 outlets, we could we would still be awesome. We could still do it. We would figure things out. But not, not, yes, yes. The lack of electricity. Not, not, yes, yes. Yes, with electricity. I, 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 well, I'm just shocked that you're even trying to make this. <laughs> 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 argument. Well, like, I, just, I was just interested. No, without well, tiles, you have all the stuff you I, Well, okay, here's the I thing. Get, that, was a ba- that was a poor random list because clearly no, electrical no, outlets is are number no, one. There's no such thing as a poor random list no because it's random. No one needs a baby doll. For anything ever, it's not necessary. Well, some of them kids with psychological problems that used up baby dolls very effectively. Say, yeah. How do you feel? You don't have a or sad. You don't have That's true. I can't relate. I'm out. Psychotic. Yeah. So, this house, I'm an air dry guy. I can do it. You you have never. I run around the backyard sometimes to save on towels going to dry. You are not dry currently. You don't yeah, air dry towels. anything. Oh, you dry. perspirate I like to stay constantly. Moist. You are constantly <laughs> moist. I'm a moist guy. You are moist right now. I'm moist moist of the time. Yes. Wow. Okay. So thank you, Michael Vinoy. That went. That went. That was very. That okay. was. Thank before, you for calling in. Before we let Michael go, uh, any, any final comments, questions, concerns? Uh, no, you guys are awesome. We uh, know this. I know. I know. I give you Jerry a hard time sometimes in the email, and that's all just in fun. But uh, cool. yeah, you guys are great. Have a good one and uh, happy thank new you. year. Thank you. Yes. Thank you thank very you, much. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening. I take it personally. We'll try to do you proud okay. with the bubble. Join our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, that should be everybody. Everybody leaves. Okay. Thank you, Join our Patreon. <laughs> you know, when they come in, are you a member of a Patreon? Uh, no. Uh, what? We can't hear you. <laughs> drop. Drop. Call. Drop. Call. Give us some money. <laughs> What a terrible way of being. <laughs> Do you know y'all still get a dollar from me every month? <laughs> no, what? Yes. It's a dollar. Bubba signed up and put in a dollar every month. <laughs> Thank you, Bubba. $12 a year. <laughs> Don't you think we go to Okay. And wait, time. okay. Silence, please. Silence. We got to have silence in the room. And who do we have next? We're ready to kick Michael out of the, out of the room. Yeah. Yes. He's gone. Thank you, Michael. Join our Patreon. <laughs> All right. Next up, you have D. She's Mama D on the Discord. Mama so D. I'll let you know when she joins and you can start talking to her. Oh, she just yes, said she can. I can hear you. Yes. Happy New Year, guys. How are you? We are making it. We are doing quite well. Is this Mama D as in D Dittman? Yes. Okay. Facebook. She's in our Facebook group. She's in the Discord. Thank you very much for joining us today, Mama D Dittman. Well, thanks for having me. Do you have any questions, comments, concerns? That you would like to ask? Any Not member. really a question, um, just a, a comment. Um, of course, long-time listener, first-time caller. But um, <laughs> you always say <laughs> you always say about how um, this is board game adjacent, the podcast. And I just wanted to let you guys know how much we appreciate your podcast. I'm the only real gamer in our family, but my teenage son listens to your podcast constantly. Um, mm. I try to drag him to the board game table, but it's it hasn't been very successful. Sort of hit and miss. What's your son's but name? He absolutely loves your podcast. I'm sorry? What's your son's name? Gavin. Gavin. Um, he goes by NXGR4. He's N- also in NXGR4? That's a great name. Yeah. That's NXGR4 is a great name. That's his Discord uh, name. Uh-huh. And he likes our podcast, although he's not a board gamer. He absolutely yeah, he loves your podcast. He's constantly listening to it. He uh, listens to it on Spotify. 
That's interesting. I'll, I'll be listening oh, to it through the house, and then he's listening to it on his desktop when he's doing his video gaming. He likes the video game. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. Like I, I have found that, that the video games, especially, like, I, I, you know, Enrique, he's, he's the video gamer of the group, I believe. Mm-hmm. But there are closet <laughs> video gamers. Like, I, oh, yeah. I was shocked one day. Yes. Enrique's like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Closet. But I, my definition of a closet video gamer is you somebody you don't expect. And then one day it's just it is it, it is revealed to you like we like Bubba's like a grand champion Rocket League player. <laughs> yeah, and I did not oh, know yeah. that until one day it just happened and it was like, Oh, I didn't even know I've never played. Oh Rocket yeah, we League. were over. Somebody yeah, yeah. It's all of a sudden guys like I I I can get Rocket League. It's like what is this? Cars and soccer? <laughs> um so there is that, but that BGA, that board game arena, is like the video game version of board gaming. And I think that's kinda of like a, a outlet for People who like the electronic version, but he's not a board he's gamer. Not a board gamer. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. No, he's not really a board gamer. Now, for schooling, like on Fridays from two to four, I host a gaming group for him and some of his friends. So we, I do get him to go on BGA. We do that consistently on Friday afternoons. Cool. But um, as far as a physical board game, taking him to the table, mm-hmm. um, no. So what's really. a game that you can um, get him to few. play on BGA? I'm sorry, what? What's a game you get him to play on BGA? Um, it depends. Uh, we I try to play one new one every Friday just to expose them since they're the younger crowd to more games and hopefully get them into the hobby. <laughs> but um, we play anything from Heat to, uh, I think it's Pirate Catan or mm-hmm. something like that. Pirate Catan. Isn't, um, isn't it weird board we, games is like drug dealing? You almost <laughs> you have to gateway people into it. Like you have to get them hooked. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm doing the same thing with my kids. Like you have to get them to a point of let's do this. Let's try this game. And and, and they get excited about it. But you're competing against so many other easy dopamine antagonists, you know, out there like like their phone and the screen is something that will always kick in. I think I think almost you have to have to really get into board gaming, the social aspect of it has to be something that they can engage with, like with their friends. And right. I think that's why I like negotiating games so much better. It's like you, you cannot have that mm-hmm. in a video game almost. You, you just something you you need to be looking across the table. Like uh like even even right. and like on BGA, we we do the group there on BGA, but he likes to host the the stream on Steam for the live chat. Uh, so even though there's something there available in BGA, he likes to do the live Steam. chat stream on Steam. You like, and it's so, a, like it's a school thing. That's interesting to do. Yeah, it for, yeah. yeah. We we do. I homeschool my kids. As and do Fridays I. In the afternoon, they get, uh, once we get the um, main academics done on Friday afternoons from two to four, we do board games online with fellow homeschoolers. That's cool. That's a way to be. That is a way to be. I can't relate. Yeah, you have no children. You've not procreated. But as someone else who also has children and homeschools, that is a thing. And yes. He always points out the procreate, but he, they're adopted. <laughs> well, listen, it doesn't mean I didn't try. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It calls it, something. It's the it calls same. Something. It's the right. same. It's the same difference. It's the same. Why are you calling me out? The results is the same. My kids, my kids listen and, to this podcast. They might not know they're adopted. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
And when, <laughs> and when you see his kids, you would Jack. think they're not adopted. Jack. I know. Like <laughs> he inserted his DNA into his kids. Yeah. Yes, my Super five foot eighteen year old. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack and Kayan have some news for you. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, but funny. yes, yes. So you're the only gamer in the family. That is difficult. That is a difficult thing. Stay yeah. strong. I try. I keep trying to get him to the table. We have a few successes, like exploding kittens, which every time they ask me to play that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh that's like Jack's oh, favorite game is exploding kittens. And it's, it is the, oh, is that any good? No, that. it's not. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's. The, what about, uh, like, can't stop? Like, to me, that's like a good one, even though it's like, it's like I don't know. Speaking of good yeah, he, he doesn't really like it. Like, I tried Earth with them, and he's mm. like, oh, this is too long. Yeah. But he loves heat. Um, so uh, it's just a hit or miss. I'm trying to figure it out. But. We have played recently two very uh, well. The big hit with us right now is that trio or Nana, but you would okay, get, yeah. get Nana. this trio. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good, fast, quick, nice, easy card game. Memory game almost. Yeah, there's, there's, t- it's hard getting people in. I, I don't know what exactly it is that does it. Now, we played Wild Space the other day by Pandasaurus, and that was very good. I was shocked by how well, and that, that's, that's rated as like their family rated game with, with, you know, landing ships on planet and having crews, and it's very cutesy. But Wild Space is an excellent family game as well. But yeah, it's hard being the one that has to try to get their kids into in uh, away from screens and into something more interactive. And my kids are the same way. They'll claim that they'll hate board games, but certain ones are really they're really all about. Enrique used to think he hated board games. I didn't think I you didn't hated. think you liked them until you found the way. Yeah, like you kind of just dragged me along. And it's funny he so I he's did. a twin. My son's a twin, um, and. They're just complete opposites on like what they like. So even that aspect, trying to get them both to the gaming table was is a challenge. Well, stay strong. You just have to force them sometimes. <laughs> to listen, forces and bribe. Yes, you just have to say, "Listen, we're doing this." I got my kids into painting minis, which was the thing that like set them off the most. Was like I just I'm painting, and I want you to help me paint these, and they got way into that, and. Anyway, that, that's like the, oh, we're going to paint these, and now we're going to play with this, and it, and that that was certainly helpful. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard getting getting the one thing. Like my kids are all in the dragons and that dragon. What was it? Dragon game? Dragon lair? Dragon flamecraft? Ball flamecraft? Z. Flamecraft? Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh. Became became like their thing. It's just because if it has a dragon on it, they think, oh, it's wonderful. But yeah, well, anyway. Well, D, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it very much, and uh, Gavin. That was correct, right? Gavin, G-A-N-X-G-R. N-X-G-R. N-X-G-R. What is that for? N-X-G-R-4. Is that something of... I have no idea. Okay. It was a retired Roblox name that nobody could take, and then I guess it came available, and he snatched it up. snatched it up. And he's like, this is like a golden grail name on Roblox. I'm like, okay. He might be a gang thing, too. <laughs> All right. Well, D, thanks for calling in and uh, everything well, thanks else. Thanks for having me and happy new year, guys. Yes. You. you stay safe. I always say you too. Thank you. I always tell people Bye-bye. to stay safe. safe as if they're in danger, like they're Bye-bye. in danger. Yeah. You might be in danger. <laughs> <laughs> stay safe. The government's Don't out get the, assaulted. The government's yeah. out the kitchen. Yeah. Next up, we have Bruno Barane. 
Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> it comes in hard. It's, good it's to my see vice you, president. <laughs> sir, sir, yes, sir. Yes, Bruno. How's it been going? Been good. Great. Thanks for asking. How about you? Wait, this is, this is, I am in the prime of my life. Like I just told somebody the other day. Uh, I, I'm going to share this very emotional moment simply because Bruno is go on ahead. the podcast because I love Bruno. Um, I was talking with my wife, my wife, and we were discussing like planning things like financial stuff into life stuff. Just anything because I work in hospice, so I'm always around death. Mm -hmm. And I just casually mentioned to my wife that my dad told me one time that I'm I'm not going to live very long. Not him, but me. And he said, he's, yes, he's told me this. And I remember being like 12 years old and going like, why? He said, well, you know, he says, I was exposed to, my dad was a veteran. He was exposed to like various chemicals in Vietnam. He said, you know, he said, I was reading up on it. And he said, like, children of veterans that have this don't, they typically die very young. And my dad told me at a very young age, live fast. <laughs> Wow. Dude, thanks, Dad. No, that was like, and I just, and that was not an emotional like. Oh, no, it was like, a, yeah, okay, thanks. Like, don't plan on on dying old. Like, don't, yeah, you know, don't plan on retirement. Just do your thing. And so I just casually mentioned my wife. My wife's like, well, you know, when we get old, da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make sixty five. She's, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I'm not going. I probably won't make fifty five. Like, and she's like, how oh, how morbid that is. She she brought out. But I realized the other day that has been my mindset of like, I have just assumed mm -hmm. that I'm not going to live very long. I think that's like the greatest gift my dad has ever gave me because first off, I think he's wrong. I think, I think he, I think he's wrong. And two, it has caused me to often when I think about something go, I'm just going to do this anyways because I can't wait around. I think I, I'm basically I, that whole country song, you know, about it's helped you to live like you were dying. Seize the day. Yes. So, live, yeah. I guess yes. My question becomes, is how does this disconnect to, Bru to Bruno? It just because Bruno was my vice president. So and, is, is this and the we gentleman played, that you played the, game the mega with? game with? Yes. And we, okay. Yes. I, I heard told, about this. I told you. I told yes, you, you that me and Very Bruno, excitedly. Bruno, first off, we went and played that mega game again. And one of, one of the individuals that was in the mega game that you were in. Two things occurred. The next game, this gentleman was the president, and I was the admiral. And he, contact, yeah, yeah, yeah. he contacted me immediately and said, listen, I'm going to try to get you as much power as I possibly can. And I'm like, why? He says, I remember you as the president last time. That and, phone is great. Yes. And he said, he said, he said like, he says, like, I, I understand you know how to play the game. And he, and then asked me, is your vice president here? <laughs> it was like six months later, and he's wanting to know, is your vice, like, we were that, we were so that. So these are permanent positions yes, for you we guys. We were that huh? influential. I've never felt so many people hate me. <laughs> I know. What, 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 <laughs> it was so bad. It, it, is, it is truly, it was truly this moment of like, so many people hated, hated Bruno. Know that they were like, we think he's a traitor, and I'm like, yeah. I can I can vouch for him. There, we're fine, and it, it, it became like a, and it was because he was just doing his job, yeah. and I felt yeah. bad because, uh, yeah, it was very and, turmoil time, and, and they put me in the brig, and they're like, we want to test you, and like, <laughs> fine, test me, and then oh, it's negative, and then their face fell down because yeah. their whole game 
<laughs> like, we have him. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> You've got, You've got I, nothing I, on me. Bruno, I would say I've never met you before, but I've heard a lot about you, sir. So very well oh, done. Very well, well done. Nice, nice meeting you, too. <laughs> uh, Bruno, what, what, what have you been up to otherwise? How's everything well, in Canada? <clears throat> well, in Canada, lots of changes happened in my life recently. And uh, now, I, a couple of months ago, I moved... Uh, I moved to Parksville mm-hmm. on the island of Vancouver, and right oh. now I live in a trailer down by the river. Ironically enough, I know where the island of Vancouver is, sir. I, is the wait a minute? When you say the island of Vancouver, yeah. that is not Vancouver. No, there is no. another island yes. that is referred to as Vancouver. Yes, exactly. Uh, right was, across from the city of Vancouver, yeah, which was on. It's on, west on, of on the shores of the, the east of Vancouver, the, the Pacific. Yeah, the, across from it, there's a huge island which is called Vancouver, island. with no <laughs> cities named Vancouver on it. But no. there's the city of Victoria. Yep. Uh, that, the, okay, it's related to Van. Is it in the Vancouver area? Yes. Okay, it's in the same province yeah. or okay. state. Yeah, it's all beautiful up there, though, right? Yeah. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah. So, r- so right now, you know, there's bald eagles, oh deers, otters outside. Any it's hairy gorgeous. eagles? <laughs> <laughs> so, but Bruno, have you moved yeah. there for good reasons, positive good reasons, reasons. <laughs> negative reasons? No, no, yeah, very good reasons. Okay, uh, good. We're just my wife is uh, is retired, and oh, I'm okay. kind of half retired. Yeah. So nice, nice. We we're, we're just we sold our home and we're taking it easy. Well, that's awesome. Yes, you know, I, I, when I see your face, like, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I just, I have a super soft spot in my heart for the face of Bruno. He just smiles. He's pleasant. Oh, Vancouver Island's by Seattle. Yeah. We, we will have to, I will have to one day email you, even though I don't know you, uh, and ask you about vacation spots, because that's why I know where it is. I yeah, was going on sure. vacation with my wife. We were going to be out in the wilderness for a week, and I was trying to find a good spot. I so. want to go on a cruise. I ain't doing no cruise. And go up there. I, listen, <laughs> I want to go on a cruise and go up I that Alaskan know. thing, because I want to see whales and penguins. You can you can fly and see that. No, but I want to go on Lots a boat. Lots of killer whales around there. Lots of killer whales around there. Right? Well, yes. I want okay, to see Bruno? orcas. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, any any concerns, questions, comments, something you want to say? Ask us anything. All right. The floor I, I is was yours. wondering, because... We, do you guys have any grail games or hard to find games that you're you're always looking out for? You wish I wish I could Good find question. that game. Good I can one hundred percent guarantee you, Jerry does. Um, Enrique uh, no. isn't aware of what's going on at this very moment. I'm a random uh, guy. I'm just random. Bubba's random. Yeah. Uh, we actually, speaking of, uh, not that it's a grail game. Uh, for us, because it's been sitting on our shelf for seven years, we've had Archipelago, and we okay. have we've been wanting to play it. But we, I bought it in April of 2017, preceding this very podcast when we just played games just to play them. Yes, but we never played it, and it sat there and it sat there. Today we broke it out, we started it, and Jerry, being the rules guy, realized that was my fault. This game. Is very old and like the book needed some updating. There were some That's, confusing well, things. I, 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 and I'll be honest about that because I know it, uh, one, I did they say that I was going to teach this game 
And because I'm the type of person that I am, I can only take responsibility to about 50%. So I'll take 50% responsibility in the fact that I did not take any time to learn this game. And the reason for that is completely Bubba's fault because Bubba invited me to go to Top Golf. And I don't know. I don't know. I'll take that other 50. I'll yeah. take that other 50. Okay. I don't know if you know what Top Golf is, Bruno, but well, in the Dallas Fort Worth he's area. He's shaking his head now. In the Dallas Fort Worth area, there is a place called Top Golf with apparently some sort of engineer that worked on missile guidance he did, systems. He did indeed, yes. Took the missile guidance system but, and said, what if I combine this with driving range for golf? Now, I'm not much of a golfer, <laughs> but I am like the John Daly of golfing. I enjoy wearing funny clothes, drinking, and just yes. hitting balls. So is, is that the game that you hit the screen and then there's a virtual ball? No, that not that well, one. Well, normally there, there is. There is one. There is one like that, but not that Normally one. there is. But in Texas, we have yeah. to have the real land. Yeah. So yes. they purchased for like a billion dollars about 400 <laughs> yards worth of property in the middle of Allen, Texas. This one has a giant. It's basically a giant driving range yes, with decks. censored target systems yeah. on the, on the range. Ball. And yeah, you, on the rent, ball. you rent the little pods that you can drive out of and the balls are just dispensed through this sensor and you can have a bunch of people go there and they bring you alcohol and you stand up on That's this large it. ledge and you take Enrique you have, with you, you, you and then you to, hit balls. You have to pay for the alcohol. They don't just bring it. They brought you. me alcohol. <laughs> well, did I, I don't know what happened, but they kept bringing me alcohol <laughs> and it keeps track of scores and so that's what I did yesterday. And then Bubba made me go to the Texas Road. Well, what, what, what did we eat at the Roadhouse? Yeah, we the went road to the Roadhouse. Yeah. And I love meat that's raw because I am from the South and we eat raw meat. Not, not all of us eat raw meat. I love. I just ordered just, meat. Just going to say, Bruno, rare. not all of us are that way. I eat rare you, meat. Okay. 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 Let's get this I in order. I ate rare meat. Okay. Hold on. What did you order? I ordered meat that was rare. I what don't know. What did you order? I don't know. It was <laughs> a bring meat cow you, you that is a, rare. You don't know. Know the kind steak. of meat you ordered? Yeah, yeah. Listen, sirloin, New York strip, T-bone doesn't matter to me. Raw meat is meat. Okay. Bring it to me. Mm-hmm. Was Enrique there? Yes. yes. Enrique, what did you order? He ordered a Chicken sirloin fingers. six ounce no, it was strip. A hand cut uh, sirloin. Yeah, sirloin. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah, what did you order? <laughs> Chicken fried steak <laughs> with extra gravy. With extra, with extra gravy. gravy. Now listen. Do you know how close it is to be at? You got really, yeah. I've been to Texas Roadhouse like three times in the last. Yeah. Three but years. then Bubba saved himself because I almost brought out the whole thing about the chicken fried steak mm-hmm. but then he stopped me and by this comment alone bubba told me which i need to ask bruno about this do you all have yeah. hogs in canada mm. if we have what hogs they inv- they're invading us Hog. hogs as in hogs okay. like wild like feral w- hogs. wild pigs yes feral feral hogs uh think so so bubba said that he wants to hunt hogs yeah, yeah. Some they, hog. they have them in the south of france i know a friend of mine that is true goes hog hunting all the time in yeah. the south of france south of france so yeah, in french the, hogs the south of the south of america you have a lot of them they look like they're they hunting truffles yeah. mm. no 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 the humans are hunting the 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 hogs i don't know what the hogs are hunting well, we may <laughs> need to go to the south of France. Ho- are, are eating hogs. <laughs> we are. Well, Bubba wants to butcher a hog. Yeah, mainly because uh, Bubba is now learning a new skill, which is that of butchering. Butchering. <laughs> and oh, I, nice. yes. So thus, because of, I like how Jerry's telling what in Bubba's into. Bubba, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I can relate. I got style. excited. Kind of, this is all stemming from of, my guilt of he says redeeming quality. Anyways, so Bubba, Jerry, you've done plenty of talking. Send us your address, Bruno. We'll come and visit. Bubba, what is what has gotten you into butchering? Uh, just a new skill. Just a new skill. Something to learn. Something to do. So that's have, you that's done it. It. have you done any yet? Not yet, sir. But I've bought some so, stuff. So, so, so is how this are an you? online endeavor or did you do you go to butchering school? No, so so in Texas we learn from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be the most applicable uh course scenario for us to learn from. Uh <laughs> no, I will tell you, Mr. Bruno. Uh I'm a I'm a I'm a Texan who does not know how to hunt, which is to some people is very unusual, which is yeah. okay. But I'm 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 aping up my game. I'm getting up my game. So yes. Yeah. But but Canada, you guys have some beautiful y'all do moose, which I'm very interested in. I don't, well, hey, are you against killing animals or you're okay or I guess if it's so, for eating, I'm totally for good, it. Good, good. I'm, I'm with you on that. Not for pleasure. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to moose hunt one day in Canada. I love to have an animal yeah. die in my hand. Yes, no? but and, I, and there's a lot of hunting going on. Yes, here on yeah, the I know it's the season. Island. It's the season for it. Yes, yeah. I, uh, I've been to a lot of different countries. I have never been to Canada. It is my big regret. So I'm glad to meet you and to remind me of the need to go to Canada. Come in the I, summer. In the summer, I, <laughs> yeah. I need to come in the summer. Yeah, it, I mean, better come in the summer. Better come be in the summer. Pleasant. Okay. Yeah, okay. unless you want to endure extremely cold well, temperatures. Well, I don't mind the cold. I mean, the time. Me, my wife watches a uh, Virgin sun. River on Netflix, which is supposedly made in Canada, but it's not. It's actually in California. But anyway, she wants to go to Canada because of this show. So that's Virgin that's what River. Yeah, it's a show on Netflix. Don't ask. Don't ask. I've never heard of that. But it's beautiful country in and beautiful country in Canada. If I, I go, go there, will it just be called River? <laughs> okay, and that's going to do it for this uh, for for Jerry's portion of this podcast. <laughs> hey, We're now- are we going to meet at BGG Spring again? Yes, yes. Uh, and I, I, I maybe will I will meet there. you. Maybe I'll meet you because I think I already oh. bought my ticket. Bruno, be great. So I'll I'll plan on going again. Thank you. Do you have any final farewells, comments, questions before we let you go, sir? Oh, well, hey, uh, thanks for all the shout outs, guys. Uh, you know, there was some uh, trying times this summer and it was always good to, uh, to have a laugh listening to you guys. So I'm really grateful. We're pro Bruno. We pro Bruno. We're pro Bruno. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, sir. Have a good day. Have a great day, guys. Day. Bye. Tyler from Chicago. It's Tyler from Chicago. Hello. Where's his baby? <laughs> Hello, how are you? Hello. Oh, my baby is not here. Oh, what's your baby name? I know. Her name's Nora. That is a wonderful Nora name. Cool. Terrible game. Thank you. Nora the Explorer. <laughs> Nora is cool. No, that's Dora. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. Nora. I have Tyler from Chicago a very land. inappropriate story about Nora that's the Explorer. Okay. Tyler from Chicago land is the uh, manager, general manager, commissioner of our board game snob league, correct? Correct. And oh, new okay. champion. Hello. That was done this weekend? That was done. That is that is all. Well, congratulations, all sir. Oh, I'm the champion. You're in last place, Gabby. I know. <laughs> I'm in. I'm literally in <laughs> very last place. I drafted yep. poorly. Oh, on your fantasy. I did some auto oh, drafting. Killed, killed my fantasy. I'm I'm top. Wait, wait, Good for you. Is Good it, for you. Fantasy league. Fantasy <laughs> league. Yeah, there's a fantasy league. Jerry. Oh, yeah. There's I didn't know league. that. So I Tyler, do that next year. Uh, you're on with the snobs. Any questions, comments, concerns, adjustments that need to be made? Well, I mean, I already got the main thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I just called <laughs> in to say I'm the winner. I, I, I win. So, um, 
No, I uh, just wanted to wish you guys a happy new year. And I was just wondering, I mean, gosh, so we got, is it, who or who else there? Bubba and Enrique? Bubba, yes. Well, this is, the this full is, crew. This minus, is a rare uh, occasion. I know. Minus Michael, Weird. which, uh, you know, he's Lord. not here. He's dead to us right now. <laughs> he doesn't count. He doesn't count. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I can't believe Bubba's back too, but Enrique uh, too. Enrique, I, 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 have, I, I have never talked to you before. So it's a pleasure to talk to you. Great. Look at that. Enrique, say words. Uh, Am I saying words? Did you have me muted this entire time? Basically. No, you haven't said anything. You've muted yourself effectively. Tell Tyler something about yourself that you find extremely intimate. Please. (laughs) About myself? Yeah. Don't, don't, just say words. I'm like, I'm saying words and you're like. But about yourself. Okay. About myself. What are your thoughts right now? He always just rephrases everything you ask him. Uh, Obviously. He answers a question with a question. (laughs) That's true. He's good at it. You're Christ-like. Okay, Tyler, hold on. Let's control this environment where we're not hollering over each other. Tyler, do you have anything specific for Enrique, or would you like to know something about Enrique? Would I like to know something about Enrique? No, I just I just want to... (laughs) Tyler just did an Enrique. I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Enrique, Mm. I want to meet you in in, um, your person, too, but uh, I just want to say I think that you've been really, like, You've been really doing a good job of like opening up more and coming into your own. Great, and uh, that's cool. I think you should open up more and push back against these these wackos. Wow. They're, they're, I know. They need very good advice. Back, you know. And Tyler, that's all the time we got for you. Came <laughs> <laughs> off. Oh, that's good. That was good. Enrique, words. Oh, I I very much appreciate it. I feel like I'm doing a little bit better trying to just open. Myself I, I think you have been here lately. I think, but that's just called man spreading. <laughs> that's not what he's talking about. Your feelings and emotions. I yes. think that's what I was referring to. Gabby. You went. Oh, okay. You went to. You went golfing with us for the first time. Yeah, that golf. was somewhat surprising. You had on never my part. golfed before. You, yeah. You're you, you're golfing trying new sport. things. Tyler, are you a golfer by any means? I actually grew up with it. I haven't golfed in a couple of years now, but uh, yeah. I, oh wow! I, now we're talking. We're talking about ball golf, not disc golf. Oh, no, I've done a little bit of that, too. But no, uh, yeah, I, I, I grew up on uh, uh, you know, golfing with my grandpa and, oh, my, cool. and my dad and my uncles and my cousins. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. I, um, but I haven't played in a while. I, uh, I'm not, like, great. But it is, it is a good sport like that, sport. like, you know, you can really... Uh, when I was a kid, I tried to, like... I tried to be in like the junior PGA and I actually played in like one, one junior PGA tournament. Yeah. Not like, it's not anything like crazy legit or anything. I tried to be in like one, one tournament and I was 13 and I was just such a horrible age for it. Cause I just got so in like in my head and I just had this like worst round of golf in my life and just like, I it. shot like in 80 on like the front nine of some course. And I was like, this is ridiculous. What am I doing? You know? So, but as I've gotten older, I feel like I'm, I'm playing better because it's like the score it's, it's a sport that just requires that like maturity, you know, mm-hmm. where when you're playing, you can kind of tune out the, the inner critic in you, mm-hmm. you know, and just it's, but it's, it's a sport that gives a really unique feeling. Cause I mean, I don't feel like you can really get that out of like, playing football or playing you know baseball or something i i don't know you guys like it's, golf? it's a it's a special it's intelligence thing and i i had the privilege of one of the firemen i used to work with his younger brother was third in the state in uh the junior pba and i had the yep. i had the privilege of 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 
playing with him. And of course, at the time, squandered it because I did not realize I was playing with almost a semi-professional individual. But, but at the same time, what, what always caught me off guard was it is not just it, there. there is a mental game to it. You cannot be the type to be super self-critical during the game. Like if you make a bad shot, you have to be able to shake it off and it not affect the very next, which was my biggest weak weakness. I make one bad shot and three holes later, I'm still thinking about it and it's affecting me. And so I think that the mentality of, of golf is very interesting because not only is it the ability to control the placements of your hands and be so self-aware of these various swings and your body movement, but also just the the mental side of it. I don't think there is a game that affects you that way, the mental side of it, that that's both mental and physical. You know, like chess, of course, is obviously very mental, mm-hmm. but it's it's more strategy and planning. But this is actually where are your hands, where are your just arms? You. Yes, it's just you. you. You're very, have you ever watched The Legend of Bagger Vance? Yes. Yeah. I love that yep. movie. Good movie. That's, I love that movie. It's a good movie. movie. Yep. It's completely completely what? Can I say one thing? Just one? Yeah, yeah. I just like to say this thing you said, Tyler from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I know he probably gets this, but it's like Tyler the Creator. And I was thinking, that's crazy. I don't know who Tyler the Creator is. I know. Is. It's, it's okay. But it, who it, is Tyler the Creator? He's like, can't, he's like right next he's to James. Right. Is this like Charlemagne yeah, the God? The, no, he's not. He's not the greatest person of the world. Oh. But, but uh, it's, it's, you said it Chicago, is, uh, and that's Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper made me think of Tyler the Creator. And if I you prick me, will I not bleed? We're all imperfect. That's right. I like to say that. I like to point out I knew who Charlemagne the God was. Time <laughs> <laughs> <Tie> up. <laughs> but no, golf is excellent. Everything he said is. So correct. they went to a, a glorified golfing range. Uh, yes, was that yesterday? Top golf, top golf. Yeah, and uh, they had a good time. Uh, it's been quite some. Uh, actually, the last time I played golf was with the three of us. Yes, so we do it once a year. I did. Been, mean to do that. Uh, again. Tyler, how old's your baby now? She's three. That is so the we had. Best yeah, age. It's so much fun. She's so much fun now. And she's got so much personality. personality and like, just like has so much like, um, just like you can have actual conversations yes, yeah. with a three-year-old. And it's just so, so much It's fun. like so having like, a drunk person with she, you. Hilarious. Is she time. walking yet? Yes, Gabby. Oh, yeah. When did that Three walk? years, like, yeah, like a year and a half, she, man. And, <laughs> and, and she can talk. She's walk like arguably... She has the language skills that are a little beyond her years. People are oh. surprised when they learn that that only she's child. three. They think more like yeah. like a like a four year old. Yeah. So oh, she's only child. she's like can express some wild opinions and mm. just why like she's just got lots of emotions. Just what you know? What's her wildest time. opinion she's expressed? <laughs> well, not like a wild she's a Marxist. <laughs> 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 like, what <laughs> she's like she's like out there just like daddy i don't know if you've heard of quantitative easing <laughs> but but no that that age literally i do not know why people like babies i think yes, it's because love- it's the concept when they get about six months old and they start having a little bit of personality yep. and then you go through the so-called terrible twos mm-hmm. once you hit that sweet spot where they're able to talk, walk, and they're potty trained like or almost pawned that three to six. Mm-hmm. Tyler, yep. I'm going to tell you right now that is, I, you, do you know, have you, I don't know if anybody else does this, but you, as you get older, you look back and you wonder and you think this was the great time of my life. Right. This time period right now is literally Enjoy the it. best time of your life it's from like the time Dwight. that she's three to six years old. If yeah. you can quit your job 
or whatever you do that, that, that you can spend time with that little drunk person that goes around spark spouting off things that's what that kid is it's It's, kind of like uh andy bernard said on the office if only you knew you were in the good old days when you were in the good old days i had the privilege of being there i knew it like i legitly remember my kids being that age and thinking to myself this is nothing will ever top this this is the greatest time of my life. And it's been and downhill ever since. We, well, yeah, because you're at the pinnacle. Like, it is. It is literally. You understand that this is it. But what about when Kaya gets married or Jack gets married? It will not compare. And they, I, get, they I, produce you grandchildren. But, you'll, but nothing will compare to that time. Because the, the grandchildren first, are three to six. But it's the first time, and you're young enough to be able to appreciate it. You're not old. You don't have it. I can't it's, relate. It's, I know, but it's this time period of just, this is it. And I I remember thinking that. And you know what I credit that to? Your father. Chris Rock. Oh. So Chris so- Rock has a Chris Rock. <laughs> I like, I, he was like, what? Okay. So I was so like, what? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> connection. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. Connection. Chris Rock has one of the greatest quotes of all times talking to some reporter about his kids. And he made the comment. This is prior to the slap. Mm. So this is not after he got real, you know, mm-hmm. come back. P.S. This P.S. This is he said he hates it when people talk about sacrificing things for their children. Mm. He says people will say, I sacrifice this for my kids. I sacrifice this, whatever. He says, you don't sacrifice anything for your kids. It's what you're supposed to do. You sacrifice time with your kids for other things. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading that and thinking, he is absolutely right. That mindset of, I'm not going to do this thing. I'm going to spend time with my kids, blah, 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 blah. I've sacrificed this. Right. So I can spend, no. Because they're first. They are, that is it. And that mindset, yeah. and I thought, I, and you will never find that quote. You have to dig for it. Hmm. But Chris Rock said that. I remember thinking, that man has his, I, the priority of that, that's it. That is it. Hmm. And that thought process, yeah, that led me to the time of this is the greatest time in my life. Ty- Tyler from Chicagoland, we appreciate you. Tyler, do you have any final questions, comments, concerns? Uh, no, I just want to say I really appreciate you guys, you know, and the and the whole community that we've started up around it, you know, uh, around this podcast and on the Discord and playing on your BGA and everything. I appreciate it's just, you very much on the Discord. I'm talking to weird? you guys, but like. You know, meeting so many other awesome listeners on there. I feel like we need to have a snobs con at some point, you know. It's I coming. Agree. I just agree. One day it will come. I All agree. Right. Just the very yeah. fact that Ryan is like running this on his conference thing, yeah. taking I mean, that's very nice. We yeah. appreciate it's, everyone Ryan very much. Ryan is a very nice join our Patreon. Ryan 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 is if I had to rank our listeners in terms of... Oh, Tyler's still on the channel, so... Oh, well, I don't know what Tyler, Tyler looks like. I have a picture our, of Tyler and his baby. You're in our top ten, Which Tyler. is weird. I have a picture of Tyler. I don't know you, but I like you, so you're good. But <laughs> I don't know you, man. I like you, man. He's in a picture <laughs> of his baby. You came right. out to Bruno. It was cool. Let Tyler say goodbye as he drinks his coffee or... Goodbye. Whiskey. Okay. <laughs> Love you guys. If you're drinking whiskey goodbye, out Tyler. of a mug, you're Happy OG. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Audio wave. Audio wave. Audio and way. I'm waving, even though he can't see me. There you are, sir. All right, Ryan. Next up, we have a Dave Allen is on his way into the room. David I want Allen. to talk to David Allen. Okay, now Ryan, if I'm correct, you have a hard out at face two o'clock, correct? No, no, two thirty. Okay, until two thirty. Okay. Yeah, uh, Leslie. Leslie worked last night. She's an overnight. I think I told you guys this. She's an overnight 
infant nanny. And uh, so she worked last night. And the longer I'm on, the longer she gets to sleep. So oh, that's nice. Too. She's a she's a she's a inf- she's a what was the term he used that I laughed about the nanny. Overnight infant nanny. Overnight infant nanny. He's no, at a hospital? Her, no, 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 just her, people. Oh, okay. Her Lucky. technical term is a neonatal uh, sleep specialist. Yes. Oh, she sleep trains the infant. It, These people are, all, most of them are ultra rich. And so when <laughs> they hire her, they hire her so they can just sleep through the night. Yeah. And she trains yes. the baby to sleep through the, sleep night. Through the night. And then wow. the better is, she does, the less work she I, has. My, my son, who, of course, uh, Gopi just recently outed as being adopted, um, <laughs> uh, didn't sleep for more than two hours straight the first 18 months of his life. And I can honestly say, as the person who was in charge of that, because my, my wife, you know, for the most part, she had to sleep because she's with him during the day. I, I stayed up with him. I can say that there is no amount of money for which I would not have paid <laughs> to get six hours of sleep in that time period. And so whatever they pay your wife, well worth it. it is well worth it. Because he, oh, who's this? Who this is, is Dave Allen? Hey, oh, Dave Allen. I was just telling guy. Bubba about you, Dave Allen. It's and, me. Okay. Now, David, welcome uh, to the podcast. Can we get something out of the way first? Please. Please do. I am not Jerry. I'm glad this is not. <laughs> I'm glad this is not Jerry's burner account. So on Discord, David, he's very loquacious, loquacious. and uh, nice. he seems to be knowledgeable in many many areas. It just seems like super super smart and educated and artistic. And I hate that. I'm basically crediting Jerry with these qualities when Please. I say that. Keep going. So I've said, uh, but David, I'm like. But he says things like Jerry would say. Okay. And I said, this is a burner account for Jerry. This is oh, what this is. Okay. Okay. That's hence the pseudonym of Je- David you. Allen. Ah. So. Hence, the, hence, hence the declaration. So, David, uh, what would you like to address us with at this time? Well, I, uh, I have a couple questions. And one of them is, uh, why do you guys think that so many guys like us love board games? I have a theory. Good question. I have a theory. When you say guys like us, what do you mean? Overweight. I mean, I no. mean you know, I'm trying not to get, I'm not, I'm trying not to target, trigger, or uh, other. Trigger anyone. away. Trigger away. All right. Just, you know, guys who are uh, of some years um, and uh, have maybe already kind of had their, their uh, basically middle aged white dudes. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and I said, he said it. Not I always. Gotcha. Fortunately, it's a good thing. But, uh, I'm just wondering, what is it? What what is it that makes the board game obby? Bubba's got it. Bubba's got his. Bubba's got this. Go, Bubba, because I got it too. So you go. go, yeah, I'm go, ready. I'm go, ready. Go, Bubba. Can I do this? Do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. it. Go ahead. Here's my observation as the guy who observes these things. No, I think it's because middle-aged white guys, or or those who can relate or in that group, find that board game engages us, but also gives us the social aspects that sometimes we may find difficult to do. So it's it's like an even playing field. You don't have to worry about all those things in the world that differentiate you or all these other things. But board games just lays the playing field down. You're in a common interest. And man, it feels good to be with people who want to do what you want to do without pretense or 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 mindsets confirmed about biases or whatever not none of that matters we just playing board games. So I like that. That's what I think. And, and my thoughts are a little more radical. Go ahead. Obviously. I so I recall 
many years ago, my father telling me about my grandfather, hmm. who I did not know him very well. I mean, he died when I was really young. And my dad told me that he stormed the beaches of Normandy gotcha. and told me a brief story about my poor alcoholic grandfather. And I just remember thinking, that is amazing. Like everything that I've heard negative about him. Of course, my dad was in Vietnam and told me all these stories. And so I think that board games allows individuals hmm. such as us to who live, to live have life. lived a life and done other things to be able to engage in a pseudo environment that is it, it's imaginary, but similar and and let us act out what we think we would do in those situations. That's why there's all these old grognard, fifty year old men with beards that sit in their that 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 sit in their 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 basement playing these war games yeah. because they think if I had been patent, I could have taken this first army, second army up, and I could have done this in seventy two. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that for a moment we get to live. In some world for which we will never be able to do and engage in something that we desperately want, we wonder in the back of our minds, could we do this? Could we be able to manage this? And I think that taps into a, a like a that thing that all young men do where you will you you imagine something happening and you're the hero, you're the main character syndrome, you're able to do something. I think that's what board games slightly tap into. Well, I'm glad you said slightly, because like, how do you explain like playing Concordia? Well, it's, it's, it's whenever you do something of that nature, I'm not saying it's like, okay, you're going to be the allies, I'm going to be the Nazis, and I'm going to relive my fantasy of always being, oh, I'm Rommel. Uh, no, it's the idea of here is this event and from a bird's eye view, you're able to manage this thing, if that makes more sense. I'll say this, and I like to get David's point of view on it, is that I think, too, that just speaking in generic terms, as a middle-aged person, most likely you took the responsibility of your family. You were very driven in life or had some concept of it, trying to be responsible, so forth and so on. And sometimes people feel as if they didn't get to live their childhood fully as they want to. Right. And so the sacrifices that that we took to take care of our families, et cetera, et cetera, because mm-hmm. we probably have baby boomer parents right. who who grew up in a certain generational attitude that does reflect on us. So that now board games gives us the ability to be children again, and yet not, uh, and yet still be responsible adults uh, with all that. And I I don't think that people understand the gravity or the mindset that's generationally put upon you. Uh, and, and well, you kind of missed that out sometimes. I think we, we, we missed those years. The funnest people. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I didn't know. To get David's point. Yeah. Cause David, I mean, obviously you, you, you classified yourself. Or so Dave, Dave. As he goes by. So I don't I mean, know. What do you think? I think it's a combination of, uh, the fact that when you get older, it's a little bit harder to make friends, to mm-hmm. reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Cause you kind of get fossilized in your life. You know, you like, you get kind of ensconced in your personal situation. Uh, I think that, I think that, um, when you get to a certain age, you know, all of us are supposed to be dead. We've in theory, at least passed on our genes and we're done. You know, if we were praying mantises, our wives would have eaten our heads already. And so, so we, we are looking for purpose and sometimes the purpose, and sometimes we act out finding purpose by doing the, by, by rehearsing using games. Like Jerry, I think you're right about, about wanting to find like 
these pivotal events or these sort of world-shaking actions that we can do, when you get to, like, it's almost like your scope gets bigger, but your life gets smaller. And, and board games are kind of a, a way to, to find that. I mean, and, 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 and then the other reason is, is it's all junk DNA, you know, we're yeah. just doing, doing whatever. Cause we we're just basically acting on the dictates of our junk DNA. And, and that junk DNA somewhere deep down tells us that we are a descendant of a, of a centurion somewhere. And that yeah. need be. Or- Race. Yeah, I could. And I think that's interesting also as well as Bubbo's bringing out about about people who didn't were robbed of their childhood. I think of my father who very much was robbed of a childhood. I mean, my father legitly picked cotton and, and took care of his other eight siblings. And then when he was 18, went to Vietnam. And but if you were around him as an adult, he was like the funnest person to be around. Because he wanted everything to be a game. He was everything was funny. Everything was lighthearted. And if you were doing something, it didn't matter how silly he thought it was. He was with you in it. And it was like and it was I mean, that was up until he was man was 64 years old. He would call me and say, hey, let's let's go golfing. And let's and me and him would just go. I was telling Gabby that we'd just go and just go golfing and drink beer. And none of it. Neither of us could golf. And it, it, he just was always the type of having that. And I think it was true. He was robbed of this childhood. But yet at the same time, he has this deep inward need, I think, that we all have to be able to relate to other people, to have rules and structures, and to be able to go, I want to engage with you in this arena. And to be able to see and witness other people's actions and their ingenuity and their brain power so to speak and i think board games do that in a way that just just simply is not that is not available otherwise and i would say something not possibly quite as deep as y'all are saying is just disposable income and time well that's true i think that there's also but at at, i'll 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 push opportunity but maybe not the motive i would say just just a building and i'll shut up you don't have to shut up up, if you boil it all down in a nutshell what we're really saying is the ideal of fantasy, yeah. which, which doesn't mean a make-believe, but fantasy in that we are we are giving ourselves the the space to get to derive whatever feelings or emotions we have from a construct that we ourselves control, and, yep. and board games do that for you, and for whatever reason it may that you may need or or, or want. Yeah, I, I think uh, fantasy gives us that ability to do that socially, emotionally, um, whatever, wherever the, and the it may be. I think that all entertainment mediums, to some degree, that fantasy is correct. Like all men, yeah. and I'll use that word fantasize because it it is that. Like you think about what you want to be, or what you could be, or you watch movies and think of. Man, you, you what relates to you, what you see on the screen are qualities that you wish either you have or that you think that you have or that you do have and you want exemplified. Like everybody wants to watch. Everybody watches the original Star Trek and think I would be Captain Kirk. I would be the sexy guy with hair and going down and doing the thing. But at the same time, you'll watch the next generation. And there's Picard and you're you're somewhat like, well, this wise it, like you see qualities in things. And it it, it is it is. It, it tends to be this fantasy of what you would be able to do in those mm-hmm. situations. And I think that that's what board games also yeah. provide. It is the framework for yeah. it. To, to Gabby's point, though, I think the reason why we choose board games is that it allows us to not just to see it from a like, periphery of, of a Star Trek or whatever the show is, 
but allows us to engage ourselves in it. So it's the closest we can engage ourselves in because when we do something in our mindset, it becomes real to us in a way. And so now we're we're almost the ultimately engaged in this fantasy. And it tells a story. So well, and I story. think along those lines, that's why RPGs are the biggest in, right. in that area because they literally allow you to act out either an ex- uh, exaggerated sense of yourself mm-hmm. or what you want to be in your mind. And I love that aspect of RPGs. Right. right. Very nice. Very good question. Yeah. Uh, I just want to, I know you guys have lots of people to talk to, uh, which speaks volumes to your popularity. I just wanted to say uh, two things. Um, one is that I think that game, that board games allow for a sort of consequence-free uh, exaggeration of your personality, like Gabi was saying, and also competition in a place where it doesn't necessarily really matter. It's not like you're competing for a job or something. And I, we all need that kind of catharsis that comes from that situation. And I, and the other thing I wanted to say is, Bubba, your voice is so mellifluous. <laughs> I could listen to you read the phone. Bubba All prides the- himself. On Thank you, sir. Voice. Very much appreciate yeah. it. Well, yes. You should have your own podcast. <laughs> Bubba was speaking it. for the middle-aged white man, even though he is not one. <laughs> well, I understand. I can relate. Yeah, I just, you know. It's very, I color, think, color doesn't matter. No, it's a very insightful question. It's very nice. Dave, thanks for coming on. And it's good to finally talk to you. Very nice to meet you, sir. And you too, Bubba. Take care, you guys. Th- thank you. Yes, sir. Dave is not my burner account. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Take care. Bye-bye. So next up is going to be Colton Riddle. Hello? There he is, Colton Riddle. Welcome to the podcast. That name sounds familiar. Riddle me this. Oh, that's me. Well, I, I sent you guys an email. That's right. Uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, you guys were saying that, uh, like, why didn't you put a name? It's because we hadn't decided a name yet. So it's been about a month. He still doesn't have a name. You haven't named him? Just been calling him Baby. Just uh, Baby? Now, baby number one. Just Baby. Now we, we named him Callan James Riddle. Callan? Callan. What a K or is it a C? James. Is that Bubba? This, yes, sir. Bubba is That's here. Bubba and, and Enrique. Do you know what a K or what a C? I'm very interested. With the C. With the C. Okay, okay. I was, I was I nervous. You. That K thing. Okay. Most times C is with a boy, but I would make yeah. sure. Yeah, you got to do yeah. the okay. K. You know, I thought I was a little weird because I was just like, I'm not going to spell it with the K. I just feel weird. Yeah, I don't really yeah. like any boy names that start with K. Yeah. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> Um, How come it never goes the other way? Like names Kevin that start with Kevin, they never go to a C. So you've never seen a Kevin spelled with a C. No, you never do. You sh- you, you could though, and just be crazy to some English name. But Kellen, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised name. if they did do that here in Utah. I mean, we've got some weird spellings. Here. Yeah, Utah's a rough place, man. Colton Absolutely. spelled with a C. I would like it to is. come back to Utah. I only got to go through it once. I wanted to go look at the the dinosaur bones. They have waterfalls. And it's a beautiful place, but it's hard to get good beer there. It's hard to get there. Um, <laughs> don't even tell me about it. Now, I, I am not one who consumes the beverage, but it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. really. Is it hard? They don't serve alcohol there. No, no, not, oh, they no. do. They just make it extremely hard. The tax is you know sky high here. Uh, they they make breweries and, and other um, providers of it. They they have a bunch of. Um, extra what would mm. you call it um hoops the jumps they got yeah. yeah exactly well. and, um, and they it's one funny thing here they got rid of it but they called it the zion curtain do you know what that is the zion called it what 
the Zion Curtain. The Zion Curtain. That so sounds like hard. a that sounds like a defensive line that's all Mormon. <laughs> you know what it is? That's what it is. It's just there. It's, 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 so to protect to protect the dear children, you've gotta um you have to if you're a restaurant that serves alcohol and you're if you're mixing drinks, you have to have a curtain. a wall. Really, a wall where the the okay. bartender is mixing drinks, so nobody can see what's happening, and then they sneakily take the drink over to the table that ordered it. Oh, I got you. So that I wonder what people in England that like give their kids wine when they're babies and stuff like that, how they must feel about this idea of we need to be so careful. Because my dad, I remember when I was like 16 years old, my dad had an old refrigerator out in his shop that would lose electricity. And he had the old Budweiser's in there. So this beer has been cold and warm and cold and warm. When I'm like 16 years old, he says, son, come here. And he hands me a Budweiser. And he says, drink that. I took a sip and I said, oh, this is awful. He says, no, drink it. And it's like June. It's hot. I drank that thing, and I got about halfway done, and I was about ready to puke. I said, this is awful. And he says, yeah, that's what beer tastes like. And he says, so if you're ever hanging out with somebody, and they're like, hey, let's go get a drink. He says, just know, this is nasty. And that man did that on purpose. I was scared to ever think of beer. I couldn't understand why people had anything to drink until I'm 21 years old, and a friend of mine, like, forced me to drink a Shiner Bock. That was the first beer I ever had. And I was like, Dad uh, lied to me. Right. He lied to but me. But he saved your life. <laughs> but he did. He and, did. And just to make this a context, Colton is a British name. It is. So maybe, there you go. There you go. British people. So Colton, uh, were you born and raised in Utah, or did you move there for some reason? Born and raised. It's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful state. I want to come to go to Utah. It's a beautiful I would, state. I would road trip to Utah. Yeah. And I, I couldn't take my family. Uh, yeah, it's a gorgeous state. You know, and it's it's kind of like... Wherever you live, you kind of don't travel around, and that's kind of yeah. how I've been for my whole life. And I'm just recently been exploring the state that I live in, and it's it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. What's so. your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> favorite. Hey, you know what? I just brought this up last night talking to my boy. Uh, he can like whatever dinosaur he wants, but I have a special place in my heart for a Stegosaurus. So wow, go ahead good. and explain to everybody why that's the best dinosaur because a Stegosaurus. I, I, this is a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. because I and I've I used to be quite the expert on dinosaurs, the Cretaceous period, okay. and this whole thing of like Triceratops and Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, they weren't ever around each other; they didn't exist at the same time. But Stegosaurus is a very interesting because I suspect that they were probably about as dumb as a cow, but yet still awesome. Like they're a defensive cow. Yes. Like, well, and have you heard? You know, okay, you, you break, you're asking me this, and I was thinking about it. I was like, yesterday, I was like, why do I like the Stegosaurus? Oh, let me just say this really quick. Uh, you're going to have to forgive me if I start speaking in a southern accent because I have, like, whenever I talk to somebody who's got an accent, I adopt you it. Pick it up, huh? Well, I don't right. have an accent. It's okay. By the end of this, I mean, we only have a few minutes, but by Jer- the end of this, I might be. Jerry is about as country as you're going to get in Oklahoma. So I understand. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know why I like the Stegosaurus so much. I just think it's the sails on its back and the, the spikes on its tail. And it just seems to burst like very, uh, diversified in its, uh, aesthetic features. And then I've heard, I, I, I don't know if it's been changed, but I heard that there was, uh, now that I'm going to say this, I feel like I've been duped, I've, I've, but, um, 
that there's a brain in their tail or that there's some <laughs> oh, sort yeah, of yeah. uh neural connection there mm-hmm. that they were thinking was possible yeah um yeah yeah i think it's pretty shallow Jerry. i think it's just the way that it looks so there you go. They they, they are level. they are amazing. They are amazing creatures. And I'm trying to look up. I'm looking it up. And I'm being quite honest about it because I will not be able to pronounce this dinosaur's name. But it was one back in the day that I was always, uh, you know, like every kid when you have children. Of course, you have to be a dinosaur expert because that's just what what kids are. You know, they 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 just go on and on about dinosaurs for some reason. Which I think that's fascinating that. We have animals today that defy logic. Have you ever looked at at like a rhino? That's insane that this animal exists. Or one of those shoebill birds that look like they're they're with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. those things. Those are evil. Or or, or what's what's a cassowary? Those little the the devil looking looking ostriches. These things are all things that exist today. But your kids don't think anything about them. Uh, but this, hang on one second here. Let me see if I can't get this pronounced correctly, this dinosaur, because I will not. Hang on. T-Rex. No. <laughs> hang on a second. Because this is how you would pronounce this particular type of dinosaur, which is also very similar to a pterodactyl. Quetzalcoatlus. Quetzalcoatlus. A Quetzalcoatlus. There, that's that's the name. A Quetzalcoatlus is kind of like a pterodactyl, but there are these massive dinosaurs that walked on land, but also flew, mm. and they ki- they they just killed everything. They're huge. They're massive. They're huge. That's so like when you think of pterodactyl. My my younger brother, he's um he's a, the smartest guy I know, um and he's really for his whole life he's just been infatuated with uh, like sea life and dinosaurs and. For a long time, that was that dinosaur, the Quetzalcoatl or whatever. Yes, um, oh, cats yeah, and cats kills. The, the cats and kids. Are, it sounds like uh, something from the Aztecs. It does, but he he was, you know, enamored by that, and so he he did a lot of research on that and looked it up. And he, I mean, I can't remember or retain any information worth. They, they're they're right. amazing, and I think that that like my son. Thank God he he likes the Mosasaurus. He likes the he likes water life for some reason. I prefer the Abrahamosaurus. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, that was actually not bad. I kind of laughed to mock you there, but more than I think about that, I'm okay. Sorry, I, I feel like I wasn't part of history right there. That, that kind of got me there for a minute. <laughs> that kind of gave me uh, the Christosaurus. Um, but yeah, the uh, um, uh, my son likes dolphins and all that, anything that's within the water. And so he's always was big on the Mosasaurus. But like, that, it's interesting how kids will have a favorite and how. Strangely enough, most children will have a favorite dinosaur. That's something that they can pop off about. But uh, I digress. But yeah, the Utah thing. Anyways, I'm sorry. I keep. I'm rat. We're rattling on. I'm Colton, rattling on. do you have any comments, questions, concerns uh, before you go, sir? Anything you want to air out? Yeah, uh, you know what? I just uh, I love you guys so much. It's, I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm tickle pink right now. <laughs> I like the fact ears. that you used a southern expression. I'm tickle pink. I'm tickle pink. How do you get tickled pink? Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. It makes the a call in show work because without anyone to call in, it'd be quite embarrassing as we sit here in silence. So <laughs> oh, you got lots of people who love you guys. I'm yeah. See, they're that southern a little bit. There you are. There you go. Um, you need to come down to BGG and see us. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Man, I, do I have to go? Do you guys have to? 
do you have to let me go? Do you have to talk to others? Well, uh, who do we do? We have people in line. Yeah, we do. We have like oh, a ton. Okay. For uh, some reason, Ryan, this is incredibly successful. I did not expect us to be that successful. We have uh, like four in queue, and Ryan has a hard out but at two thirty. Send us an email. We'll have you on the show one day. We'll have a slow episode. That's we'll just right. start having random people on the show. We're That's all right. we're about that. I would love that. Send That's us right. an email. I would love that. Colton, uh, Colton. Nice to meet you, you sir. for calling. We'll talk dinosaurs or joining via the link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's such such a, a pleasure and, to talk to you guys. And, and your son, Colton. Bye bye. Cool. Kevin. Cal. No. Callan. Callan. I'm sorry. Callan. Callan. I'm sorry. Colton I apologize. Is a British name. Thank you for correcting me. Callan. 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 Got you. All right. Next up. Yeah. Callan is a strong name, though. Callan. I like Callan. Like a king or something. There's, you know, my, my, uh, my other grandfather, my step grandfather, who was a German. Jerry's whole family tree here. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, pe- people like me because Next I'm personal. Up, and open. We have Chad Chasson. Chasson. Are you calling Chasson. us from Japan? I sure am. It is. Oh, wow. Are you serious? A.M. right now. Miss Chasson. Well, what time is it? How did you? What time? 5 a.m. I woke up at 4 a.m. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on the line. Well, no, no. I'm telling you. He's they a, just had an earthquake. And yes. he's calling in. Yes. That is, I, I am. Are you I'm, okay? I'm safe. Okay. I'm safe. I was at my. Um, uh, earlier in the day, we were at my um, son's house. Um mm. And we we taken a road trip today, and his mother in law said that they that she felt the earthquake, uh, but we were hours away. We had oh, been okay. driving right. almost all day, so we didn't. Number one, I was in a car uh, driving, and we were pretty far away that we didn't feel anything. Very far. But it's, uh, it's everyone like- that we know that's in that area. So far, is safe and sound. Well, good news. It was like a seven point five. Good. When I was pretty, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty, it's pretty intense. It's yes, about second time having an earthquake while I'm in Japan. Yeah. I didn't realize well, Japan was so tectonic. The area is it's tsunamis. Yeah, yeah, tsunamis. That's it's, the issue. It's, tsunami. uh, it sits on that ring of fire mm-hmm. that's in the mm. Pacific Ocean. That, that's for the that yep. Johnny Cash fell into. <laughs> No need to be joking about that right now. <laughs> That's true. That has was it, not. Has it uh, not to bring? Has it caused death and destruction? Uh, yes. Yes. Really? Oh, That's why I have I, not seen the news today. Well, you, well, you, did you not get an alert like six hours ago? No, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't have, watch the. News. I don't watch the news, and therefore I am ignorant as to the events going. But on. we don't watch the news, but we have a phone. I, I, I so, don't get any alerts like that. Yeah. We don't get alerts. We just so get on Google. You, uh, to ease your conscience, uh, God, because I know Jerry doesn't have one. I don't. Um, uh, for the last hour, I've been answering uh, texts and messages asking if I'm okay. So good. I've been oh, busy. Good. 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 <laughs> we would have text too, but we had just assumed that. I know that when you go to Japan, typically you're on a quote unquote job to eliminate monkeys, stray assassin monkeys, or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. He kills monkeys yeah, in Japan. Yeah. I, I can't talk about that just yet. There was a gang of 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 very violent uh, primates in Japan that were causing quite a stir. And many years ago, while Chad Chasson was on vacation, and air quotes here, in Japan, they suddenly were wiped out. And we have oh, often held to the theory yeah, that Chad Chasson is mm. some sort of he. You kind of like if like 
I feel like if they ever made a movie about him, it would be played by Daniel Craig. We using like that mm. voice that he had in like you know the yeah. Glass Onion, yeah. that that kind of <laughs> governor. I'm trying to I'm here at Tokyo. <laughs> uh, do have you seen any primates in this area? I, that was my best Forrest Gump for some that reason. It went to Chad. I'm sorry. <laughs> from from, from uh, yeah, Cajun to Gump. Yeah, it happens. Thank you, Mister, for letting him bringing that out. I appreciate. And you I, so yes, much. we were wondering, wondering about the Japanese. Uh, and I seen all your pictures. I, I stalk you on Facebook. So, have you experienced yeah. anything of new and of new interest to you this event, this trip to Japan? Well, so right now I'm in the part of Japan I've never been to. So that this part's pretty exciting. So Japan's made of four main islands. Um, the main one is Honshu. That's where Tokyo is, Osaka. Um, to the north is Hokkaido, where Sapporo, um, that's the famous city there. Uh, to the south is Kyushu, uh, Fukuoka, and where the, the earthquake was uh, back in 2016. Mm. Uh, but the smallest of the four is Shikoku. And if everyone ever played is into 18xx games there's the 1889 shikoku game and it's the smallest of the four main islands and that's where we are right now i'm at a hotel in matsuyama um on the shikoku island huh. so uh it's a beautiful island it's it's a little remote uh and which kind of adds to the beauty i mm-hmm. think but this drive that we had through the island to get to Matsuyama has been, was fantastic. And uh, tomorrow we, uh, we get to explore a little bit more of it on That's, our way to Hiroshima. Does that have the cherry blossoms? Is that where that is? Oh, uh, uh, the cherry blossoms are all throughout Japan, Okay, but that's, uh, that's at the end of March, beginning of April, depending on what part, uh-huh. just like, just like in the U S when mm-hmm. it comes to the, uh, the fall colors, it, gotcha. it, it, it's like a wave across Japan, yeah. depending on the, Good. The temperatures and um, amazing windows bloom. Um, our producer Ryan has said, make sure to ask Chad about our super intense ultimate railroads rivalry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so that's another thing that happened <laughs> while, while we were, uh, while I was waiting is I, I took the final move in that game and uh, yes, Ryan, Ryan did beat me. Oh, oh. convenient! He wanted to spread yeah, that he was up. Making sure hey, that's, I, that's embarrassing. I I did not beat them by a um, hundred or more points. Railroads rivalry went ultimate. So that's we, Russian we, railroads, right? I, it, it was a bit of a disadvantage the the first few games because we were playing the Asian boards, mm. and uh, I guess my knowledge of Japan. I think that's me. a different know. game. It's not. We went to the German. Railroads. We went to the German uh, board, and uh, yeah. So ultimate, Ryan, it was close, but Ryan got me. Ultimate railroads is not related to Russian railroads. Uh, so what it is is uh, it's like a, I guess it'd be like a second edition, and so you have Russian railroads as mm-hmm. part of it, but you also have uh, German railroads and you have the Asian railroad. Oh. So, so there's like three games in one in the ultimate, and also when it comes to the uh, the technology. Uh, you can play it on a shared board, or you can have your own technology. I know. Um, no, this is a, that that Russian railroads game. Just for everybody's 
I'm sure a lot of people who are into board games remember Russian Railroads. I remember it very fondly because it was the first Euro game that Enrique ever played. And I know nobody probably remembers this, but I do. That back, I think it was like 2016, playing Russian Railroads with Enrique and he putting up an insane amount of points that we must have, we assumed he was cheating. It was like 400, it was, and something. It, it was, it was very odd be, it, game. And I remember I swore I would never play that game again. After that, because he had never played a Euro game ever, and he we just busted out this goofy. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I, I and I think he chose a path to victory that I think ger- supposedly German railroads was supposed to fix. Well, whatever. He took advantage of the Russians. Is that is is that what you know of re- uh, German railroads? Is like it was the it was supposed to fix the weaknesses or whatever of Russian railroads. If you get the Volvo expansion, yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I thought that was Swedish. No, I don't know what Volvos are. That's Volkswagen. So, I said Volkswagen. I, I, I did, but I wanted to sound more, you know, white. <laughs> like eggshell white. Get it? Volvo? Because they, they invented like the seatbelt, didn't they? Volvo. I don't know. Do, do you know anybody who drives a Volvo? I, I know two people. Who are, I, and I guarantee you. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah, you know the top people it. who drive a Volvo. You Go know them. Chad, do you have you ever owned my wife's a- favorite car? I know. It. I know it. <laughs> They're safe. They're super They're safe. safe. They're, They're super safe. safe. I'm going to buy a Subaru. Yes, we're going to buy a Subaru. I'm going to buy a Subaru. It was cool. We're going to do it together. Yeah. I know. We got off the question. Volvo was... Group is a Swedish multinational manufacturer. Oh, it makes it so sweet. Oh, I got sauerkraut on my face. All right. So, Chad, did you have anything to say about what I was asking? <laughs> Sorry, Chad. <laughs> I've only played Russian Railroads in person once, and I played it a lot on BGA, and I found that Russian Railroads, they're they're it becomes a race to get that train that gives you the, the nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whoever gets that usually wins. Yeah. And so I kind of, after a while, especially if you're playing against inexperienced players, to me, the game was broken. When I played it in person, I I had the experience of, from BGA and I was playing with my, my friend Jason and someone else. Oh, that, we played it at Gen Con. That's when I played it. Uh-huh. And um, I, I mean, I tore them up because I had experience and they had none and I knew what to do. And Whereas I find the German railroads fixes that for sure. And I think the Asian railroads fixes that as well. And I think uh, what what to go for helped me uh, with that. And the German railroads I'm not familiar with. And uh, Ryan took advantage of me being in Japan trying to play that game. Oh, that's happened. That happens. <laughs> just just going to say, just put that out there. Uh, you shamed. You brought shame to your family's name. By yeah, I did. To Ryan, I did. And okay. then, you know what it means being in Japan. I know. I, it was nice knowing you. Uh, we yeah. have uh, now. I purchased an eighteen XX game. At some point in time, I'm going to. We're going to have to play that. I mean, I got to get Gobby involved in an eighteen XX game. And uh, okay, yeah, I have. So I have three now. I have eighteen eighty nine Shikoku. I have the. Um, oh, I can't remember the years, but Chesapeake. Oh, it's not. Doesn't have a year on it. It's Chesapeake. Yeah, Chesapeake. Bay. I have that one, and I have the one from uh, the. The British one, 1862, which is a much more complicated one. Uh, so, I'll, Chesapeake I'll Bay is supposed to be the, the beginner, isn't it? The Chesapeake. Uh, yeah. 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 Chesapeake is a beginner. Also, the uh, Shikoku is uh, is recommended beginner oh, good. as well. Okay. Uh, you may like Shikoku because it's a little more cutthroat than Chesapeake Bay. 
uh, Chesapeake Bay kind of takes away some of the um, uh, to take that out of it, mm. and uh, 1889 keeps that uh, depending on the player count. But I'll probably bring one of those to BGG and try to get a game. We'll have to set up. Any any <laughs> final uh, questions, <laughs> comments, concerns? For the board game snobs, Bubba and Enrique are also here. I had a question, but I'm afraid it's going to take too much time. Go, so. You can shoot that, and we'll answer it as effectively as possible. Okay, so since I'm in Japan, I figured I'd ask, what is your top three Japanese-themed games? And I mm. did top three because I figured I know what your number one is already. Number one for me is Shogun. Wait, that's oh. hard, that's that's hard to remember because he's you know, like Iki, Yokohama, well, Shogun. You're not thinking of him oh, yet. Yeah, no, I'm, gosh, I'm trying no, to save. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to save you. Jerry just missed. Uh, yeah, Iki, Yokohama, Shogun. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but yeah, yeah, yeah obviously Yokohama is going to be number one. Agabi has no, a for Jerry with Yokohama. Yeah, 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 and Agabi loves Yokohama. Iki has been a new favorite for Agabi, and I've oh, I've been D- Dirk Hen who made Shogun. Shogun has stayed with us. It's one of the oldest games that we own. From Queen Games, mm-hmm. it it stays. It, I have a deep love for Shogun. Uh, it it yeah, Shogun is one that yeah, I don't. We I don't, don't play know enough. that we've played a whole lot of that theme, but the top three that popped to mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So I, I own Yokohama and Shogun as well. I have yet to play uh, Iki. Uh, was it Iki? <laughs> uh, but I've heard you talk about it, and I've been tempted. You would really yeah. like Iki, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Chad. Yep. Thank you, sir. We Stay safe, Chad. Nice to see you, sir. Tell, safe, tell sir. your son and 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 your daughter. We we know you and hi for us. Yes. All right. I I, yeah. should, right. I will do that. Good to see you. I will yes. tell them hello. Yep. yep. Definitely. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. We got bye. somebody else coming in. Man, we got a lot of calls. We've had like it just keeps being four, four, four. Good like Lord. We hang up with one. And you got Andrew. Andrew's heading your way now. Who's Andrew? Andrew Woods. That's Andrew the guy. Wood. That's 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 a. Uh, I wonder if that? that's a a a. No, that's not a a Ron. Andrew Woods. Andrew Woods. Is, I think uh, he's in Discord. Or... I feel like I know an Andrew Woods. I say I feel like I know everybody. I just recognize the names from Andrew, BGA. When you're here, just, just I am talk. here. Oh, Andrew, okay. there he is. we know Andrew somewhere, don't we? Andrew, um, you are... don't. Unfortunately, we don't know Andrew. No, you're not on don't. Discord or Face Group or nothing. I am on Discord though, and on Facebook. I see a Woods. I got to see. Yeah, you said got to hop in for a longer podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Andrew, uh, thank you for coming to the show. Any direct comments, questions, concerns for any of us or all of us? Well, I called in for a quick question of, are there any games that you had an interest in performing a deep dive on? This was spurred on because I had seen even games that were seemingly more simple have some very deep, deep strategy. I saw a file for Space Hulk Death Angel that reached 170 pages. Yeah. Which is surprising. Is there anything that you would like to deep dive on? If I had to pick a game that that would be something, of course, Brass is like my favorite game, spoilers. I've, I often find myself thinking about Brass when I'm trying to compare other games, whether I like them or not, or think of strategy and try to really vocalize exactly what types of strategy that's in this game. Brass always comes to mind because I have such a hard time every time we play it coming to grasp with what I need to do for some reason. I think it's because you're you're having to 
bounce off the other players and anticipate what they're going to do. But at the same time, you're restricted with the cards and the money that you're managing and turn order makes a big difference. And every, everything that happens in this game is so complex, but yet it makes so much sense. That is a game for which I, I would find just I, I would be incredibly interested to know exactly how that game and I've heard Martin Wallace talk about it, how that game came to be. But just just that. Yes. Brass is one that for some reason I, I have no clue how that game's even balanced out. Like it, it's 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 fascinating to me, so and, which when, is why it's my favorite. But deep dives that people do like I know what he's talking about where people. What does he talk about? Is well, he talking about like review wise or like the different strategies in a game? If you've ever read a game where a file where on BGG typically bees where somebody will have a game that they're just obsessed with and they'll write like okay. this three page thing about scythe is only balanced and it's unbalanced if you match this board with this board and that that type of thing okay. like, like this like having a game that you would understand and play over and over and over and know all the nuances to mm. which is not you no i'm not I, I don't get on board game geek and i don't read those type of files but but I, if I you had to say now let me let me rephrase his question for you if you had to pick a game that you could be the expert on, like you had the whole understanding of it, of the strategies, everything about it, which one would it be? Um, I was looking through my games here as we discussed that. I, I I will take a game that I recently played that I did not care for that everyone else seems to love for this reason, and that would be Spirit Island. Mm, because cool. I think there's... has a very complex game. In right. Ways. And I think it requires that sort of dedication yeah. to fully appreciate the nuance of how all these things work together. And I was not able to get that in my one and only play. And also to to take your question and to kind of twist it into something else. I'm I What's am, your favorite movie? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to initiate a very we're I, we're trying to get together and do something with a friend of ours who Ooh. is is kind of a, a newer board game person who is extremely interested in a long campaign game. And I have Isis Vanguard and everything I have read about this game, it's 40 to 60 hour campaign and we're not one to do campaigns. And I would love for this to be the game that we're able to go from start to finish. Because you know, I love getting into campaigns. Enrique loves campaigns of that type in video games and he has shown that he will commit to a board game i am the same it's just that one my schedule and two gobby's attention span tends to wane and so if i had if there was a game that i wish i could just if i could stamp my fingers and say, I, I wish i always had time and effort and and ability that would be probably isis vanguard be able to do a long campaign is there one particularly that you're that you um have in mind for myself i have an interest in mahjong it's a tile-based game, but you can treat it like a card game that has become quite popular that among friends of mine that I know. It's a style of mahjong meets poker mm -hmm. in which you're trying to complete your hand. But what makes it fascinating is if you discard a, a tile that is the tile that someone needs to win, you have to play you have to pay them the value of their hand. Really? So there's a lot of interesting reading, trying to determine what people are going for, and a large depth in how to play. There are three games which 
are actually the oldest on my shelf of shame that I have never played. That I, it pains me to be on. It, it, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna cut this part out of the podcast because I don't want anybody to hear this. But uh, <laughs> I'll just tell you, we'll go about it. Go, Majan, teach you. Those are the three games which I have never played. I desperately want to play, but I, for some reason, cannot get done. Uh, anyways, so yes, I, I, I would love to have a deeper understanding because Go is one of those of which, I mean, supercomputers have difficulty playing that. Yeah. And as an old chess player, um, yeah, I, those are the exact type of games that I would come to uh, appreciate. But uh, are, you, are you, are we having to move along? Yeah, I, I think Tom, uh, Ryan is 2.30 and we have three three left. Okay. So we're no gonna, problem. Hey, Woods, we appreciate you calling. No. Need any Mahjong help? Nice to meet you, sir. I will. We'll get. We're gonna play some Mahjong. There you go. Yep. You have a good one. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. Next up is Gavin Dittman NXGR4. Explain uh, Roblox to me quickly. <laughs> no, no. I'm just joking. I don't like Roblox anymore. I just play it with friends. Oh, okay, that's a shame. It's not a shame. I play Terraria. But I did think of a question. What do you think of video games being turned to board games, such as, like, Buying of Isaac and even Terraria's getting one? Well, like, there is some... Like, Binding of Isaac being turned into a board game could work. It's just... I don't know how they would do that. They're doing Slay at the Spire. Oh, they did. They, uh, it's Buying of Isaac for Souls. It's just, it, it seems odd because Binding of Isaac is just a... Why are we buying Isaac? Binding. Binding, binding, oh, of binding I- Isaac. It's a weird game that I, <laughs> I don't think I could talk yes. about. It's weird. I have it, but yeah, it probably can't talk about it. So <laughs> so what you're asking is, is essentially, and so they, they attempted to do Prison Architect. And that caused a stir, and they stopped it. Which Prison yeah. Architect's one of my favorite games of all times. FYI, that should tell you something. Um, it tells me nothing. But uh, <laughs> Slay the Spire is another one that is that started off as a board game. I mean, started off as a video game. It's obviously a deck building game. Obviously, but the way that you have to manage everything, it just works better as a video, a video game. game. So hmm. I do not have a problem with them taking a game that. Could be a board game, but they go, this is just not the medium. This is not the way we want to present this, and we're going to turn this into a video game and video game it, and it'd be much easier. For instance, have you ever played Inscription? No. Stop what you're <laughs> doing and what? play Inscription. Is is it a uh, deck builder? It's a deck builder. I don't look up any reviews, no spoilers, just play Inscription. And that is a prime example of a board game that's turned into a video game. It should have been a board game. Technically, it's a deck builder. But the story that it tells has to be a video game. It has to be a different medium. If I'm remembering this correctly, it sets you into a log cabin, doesn't it? With some weird don't You don't know nothing about it. But Inscription... Is yes, it's it's just play inscription, and that right there, I think, solidifies my my opinion on a board game that's not really a board game, but let's turn into a video game. Yeah, I don't know any of these things. Minecraft into a stupid board game. It's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. And Minecraft, yeah, that's stupid. And if you're playing Minecraft as an adult, you eventually have to play Vintage Story, which is which is which is basically Minecraft for adults (laughs) and for those who like to suffer. And that's 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 what I play. 
I've heard of Inscription. I haven't played it, though. Well, I think it might be on sale. Steam sale still going on until January 4th. It just recently came on PlayStation. What yeah. a bunch of nerds. No, what do you call of duty? You play <laughs> Gobby Camps no, on Call I of don't Duty. Play gun- NXGS4 what's your <laughs> yes just play, 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 and play games with your mom. <laughs> uh, she loves you. She loves you. Yeah. Word to your mother. And she feeds you. Yes, we appreciate you coming on. We got to move on. Any other else. final questions, comments real quick? I did like the mega game podcast. I don't remember what it's called. Den of Wolves. Yeah, of course you did. That, the storytelling was great. You need to come. You need to tell your mom. You need to come down to BGG. You need to do, a, you need to do a mega game. Are you anywhere near the Dallas area? Uh, no. No. Oh, that's unfortunate. You're near, near airport? Near airport. Yes. <laughs> Please get on yeah. a plane. And just <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I don't know how old you are, but you can fly. I mean. You can fly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mega games. Storytelling. That's that. Yes. That's something that. But yeah. Listen to that one. All right, Gavin. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, calling in. It's Deuce is straight. NXGR4. NXGR4. Nice to meet you, sir. Thanks for listening. And play some games with your mom. She, she doesn't know he's on. I, I think she's in the background. <laughs> no. Oh, she wasn't? D, do you know where your kids are? <laughs> you hear him scream, Mom! Bring some chicken nuggets! All right, Gavin. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Bring me some Sprite! You had to laugh at that. That was funny. Yeah. Next up, We've we have... Johnny. Johnny. Hey. Johnny. Hello. Who? Can you guys hear me? Johnny. Yeah. We can hear you. Binge Boy. Is it Johnny with hey. an H? What's up, Snobs? Hey, man. Binge Boy. Are you uh, on Discord or Face Group? That's how I know most people. Binge Boy, I'm you. On, I'm on Discord. You I'm, just joined I'm, Discord. I'm new to the Discord. Wow. Yeah. That's straight. That's cool. The Discord drags in all sorts of people for some reason. <laughs> I think it's like the middle aged people <laughs> do Facebook. Discord's for those that are cooler. That's right. This is why I keep getting a lot. Are you of a what? Are you younger than thirty, Johnny? No, I'm in my mid forties. There you go. So he's he's a cool. He's a cool middle aged person who knows how to how to run Discord. (laughs) Unlike me. All right, John. Do you have any comments, questions, concerns, or a manifesto for which you would like to read? I just noticed Discord was that you guys were doing this today, so I just called in. I don't really have any questions. And are you guys familiar with Molly House, the game that's coming out soon? I think Molly House. That sounds like, is that like a place you go to get roofied? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Molly House. Yeah, uh, kind of. It's a, kind of. <laughs> it's a frat boy game, Molly House. Let's see. Wow. That it's went, a, it's a party game. It's, yeah, I think you're a deviant in 18th oh, century yes, London. Yes, yes. Wow. Is this is Molly House the one that, oh, uh, uh, what's his face? Cole Worley's doing? Is it Cole? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. The guy that did John Company, yes. second edition. Yes, I've seen this advertised. Players take, uh, yes, 18th century London. They throw masquerade parties and all that. Yes, yes. Uh, it, yeah, I. I, I seen this was was heavily advertised and was looking at it and Cole Worley and I have a have a back and forth love hate relationship with his board games. Some of them I just absolutely love and some of them fall flat for me. I was hoping this was Ringwald related. Molly Ring Oh that's deep. <laughs> no, sir. Binge Boy, are you a, a new listener, a longtime listener, a medium listener? A medium um, listener? Or- I probably like Around COVID, I started listening, and I didn't even really play board games at the time. So, <laughs> wait, wait That's a good. I have a question. I, How did you find this podcast if you didn't play board games? 
What brought you to this podcast? I think I wanted I think I wanted to play board games, but I didn't have anyone to play them with, and I just used like the podcast app on my phone and found you guys. And I I like the logo. It seemed I like the say, banter. Say it so again. I, the logo. You guys are definitely my favorite board game podcast. The logo is sure. awesome. Well, we appreciate that. So, yeah, he's new s- to the Discord. Do you which so Jerry? Jerry is in the Discord, and he wants everybody to go to the Discord, and then he never comments. I, anyways, do you <laughs> solo game? Do you have a group now? So what I I there's like one other person I'll play games with, and then I, what I've been doing a lot with like to play like longer games or you know things that I can't play with one other person. I'll go on uh, Tabletop Simulator. Mm-hmm. And I joined their Discord, and then, you know, I started joining more board game Discords. So I was like, oh, I'll join the Snobs group. And uh, I don't know, through that, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty active community. Yeah, it is. If you if you can tolerate that, uh, and I say tolerate, but that, that tabletop uh, simulator is pretty good. Some people do not like that, but... I do not like I it. I, it. I, I find right. it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's different, but still... I like the bookkeeping that BGA does for you. It just simplifies everything so much and it can help you learn the game. And I've actually learned things that I've been doing wrong in the games we've played because the game BGA won't allow you to do it. Yeah. You've been cheating. I've been cheating. And I didn't even know it. Well, that's great. Well, yeah, I, I'll try BGA. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Get on there. Cause we're always doing tournaments. Seem like someone's always starting to turn with that. Can't stop. Well, mostly can't stop, but can't, can't stop, stop is a good tournament. We have a relatively based. small uh, board game group in that the, the board game snobs group, but we like to play, uh, war, um, I've, I've beyond played, the sun. Wonderful world. I play that wonderful way too world. Much. <laughs> Currently ranked like 400 and something out of <laughs> 2 million people. Yes, you're very good. I'm not that good. It upsets me when somebody beats me at Wonderful World. I've I've taken too much pride in. What it. is your favorite game as of this moment, or do you have one? Um, I've been playing. I like playing John Company, uh, mm. and wow. uh, I'd say that's my number one. I've been playing. I've been trying to play Voidfall too, which I Ooh. mean, those are more like the. Where are you playing John Company? You playing that online? John Company, I go on to, um, yeah, I played in Tabletop Simulator on whatever that, that, whoever the um, publisher is for that game, they have like their own Discord. I'm going to have to do that. There's a pretty active group in there. I'm going to have to do some John Company online. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet because Gobby will never probably ever play that with me again because I loved John Company. Speaking of deep dives into a board game. I missed that. that I know you missed it. And and Ricky wasn't there. You were not in company. No, it was, it was Frankie. Frankie. That's right. I wasn't here. Yeah. Good grief. I was saddened. That was an interesting game. It's just not my stuff. I want to get on there because I really like John Company and Voidfall is on the list. I want to play Voidfall and Evacuation. I want to play Evacuation. Evacuation's coming, but Voidfall's another one. Try to play Evacuation. We read the we read the rule book on Evacuation and we had to leave, but I'm I'm pretty set that I'm probably going to like Evacuation, even though it makes me think of evacuating your bowels. (laughs) Exactly. But anyways, Johnny, we appreciate you. Is he on? We got, right. one, we got yeah. one more? Yeah, we got one more. Okay. Any other, any final happy, comments before you here, go? Guys. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Good to I meet just, you. I want to say I love, I love Enrique's God rolls in the, the den of wool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there is, there is that. I didn't get to witness the actual rolls. I just saw the people's reaction and his reaction. And that was the, that was worth seeing. Uh, we're going to get a camera guy or somebody to follow us next time we do this. Cause somebody has to witness oh, this. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Well, thank you for calling. All right. In. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. All right. Happy New Year. Take Y'all care. Bye bye. We got one more.
Then we're, we got one more. One more. And I believe they were last on our last episode. Who? Eric and Lindsay. Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> Hello? Hello? It's tradition at this point. Eric and Lindsay. Eric and Lindsay have the floor. Who am I talking to? This, this is, is this is Gabby. This is Jerry. This is Enrique. And Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> I, I, I like oh. how you say it, though, sir. I, I appreciate your exclamation. <laughs> All right. The elusive Bubba. Bubba's here. If you have any questions, like where has he been? Why has he not been podcasting? <laughs> it's my annual show <laughs> today. And, and for your benefit, sir, because you called in. So thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, Bubba. <laughs> Eric and Lindsay were in the local Oklahoma area. Are y'all still in Durant at this moment? Oh, yeah. I, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, thank goodness. <laughs> yes, yes, I had to leave, yes. <laughs> Did you go to the casino while you were there? <laughs> no, we just helped my dad move. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. A lot less fun than that. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you guys go back to? Uh, we live in uh, southern Missouri. They're in the, oh, they're that's in the hills. Really different. They're, that's in, nice. they're in the woods. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri. Right the there. show me state. It's, yeah. Missouri the, is like the, the beautified. Ozarks. Ozarks. Yeah, it's the beautified Oklahoma. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You get Missouri, <laughs> Arkansas, that area of the yeah. Ozarks. That's cool. Where people go missing. <laughs> Missouri's north of Mississippi, right? No. Missouri's north Arkansas. E, northwest of, um, of Oklahoma. Oh, my God. Um, right Bobby. Here. I need a map. You can't, you can't be south of Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Mississippi well, is I, an ocean. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how she said it as like a very simplified, like everybody knows. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I live in Louis. I live yeah. just south it's of like, Louisiana. Well, Got I me, meant, the sun comes up. <laughs> I went directly north as the crow flies. Yes, yeah, well, technically, I guess she did that well. Technically, maybe. But there's Arkansas, and then is Missouri above Arkansas? Yes, it is. Like, my God, yeah. I need yes. a United yeah. States map in front of me right God, now. God, you're making Americans look so stupid. Oh, it's, bad. it's not bad that we're it's just up bad. there. It's driving so geographically it. above. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's terrible. But, I mean, I guess if the Earth is flat, then. Which we're not sure know. about anymore. That's true. Ricky <laughs> might be a flat earther now. He's he's been watching a lot of TikTok. This is debated. What? So Eric and Lindsay, are y'all still gamers? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And y'all are still yeah. living out in the woods, communing with with the wildlife and the earth. It's the best way. Yeah. To, yes. Best yeah. Way to play board Yes, games. the way to be. There was one post by Eric recently. I was especially appreciative of, in which I admired Eric's silhouette. Let me say. Are you following him on Instagram? <laughs> you mean the one where we are dancing naked around? Yes, yes. Don't need yes. to know about that. <laughs> Don't need to know about that. <laughs> Bubba, let me explain grounding to you. you know about grounding? Uh, grounding like grounding like water grounding or sand grounding? No, just, grounding like, with your feet you in the grass. You go outside and you stand in the on the earth. Like rooting okay. yourself so, into the okay. earth? Let grounding? Me, like being me, one with nature? Yes. Let me pause you for a moment. Let me pause you for a moment. Because I, I'm Jerry knows all about it because he's more into this than I myself am. I but like the my, ground. My wife and Charday, we recently in or I say recently, not it doesn't matter, but we were trying to get healthy. <laughs> and so my wife and Charday are outside, barefoot, feet in the grass. I'm like, and they're like rubbing their feet. Like I'm like, what are y'all doing? Grounding. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? There's like magnetic things that go on between no. your, it's it, well it's a thing once okay. you get into like natural things and things that uh, you gotta kind of open your mind into what the earth can do for you 
Does that make sense, Eric and Lindsay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah I mean, it. now let me let me correct. I, I'm not correcting. Let me correct myself first of all, saying I shouldn't have said no. Let me ask this question: <laughs> When you mean the Earth and what it provides for you, which is everything right now, you mean <laughs> it in a different way? Like, yeah, like more than meets the eye. I'm confused. Okay, so hang okay, on. okay, so, go ahead. Well, 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 no, let's oh, look, yeah, Eric and Lindsay. Well, I thought Eric and Lindsay would chime in here because I, yeah. I, I, I help, help me, help me. <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to have something to do with like the ions and electrical stuff. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I could see there being something to it. Okay, Maybe. I guess. I, I guess if you think about it, <clears throat> if you go outside and you stand. Uh, just with your shoes and your socks on. Mm -hmm. And then if you go outside and it's, say it's a nice day, like you don't have to deal with like cold weather or Hmm. chiggers or um, other bugs that will bite you or anything like that. It's just pleasant. And then if you go outside and you stand with your bare feet on the ground, does that feel better to you? Okay. Okay. Do you stand, do you go outside barefooted, Bubba? Um, Well, no, but, but I will say, I think, I understand the concept. Yes, of 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 feeling grounded and feeling stable and going in a place that is psychologically proactive the, for your to expand your reality. Right. The theory of grounding, though, that. is actually, if I'm not mistaken, is that there is various electrical currents and things of that nature in connection with the Earth. The way you want to talk about gravitational pull, whatever yeah. energy. That when you go outside and you stand, it it resets that or has something to do. With with not only your immune system, mm-hmm. antioxidants, whole nine yards, like mm-hmm. like you're Everything. actually able to maybe absorb mm-hmm. something from the fact that you are. And, yeah. and I, I do think there is a theory of that that mm-hmm. yes, just standing somewhere yeah. and absorbing something through your skin because your skin is your largest organ, like your integumentary yeah. system of of yeah. things you take in, which is why that whole theory of that. Like I, I I think that to me makes more sense simply because I've always been the one to like you don't want chemicals on your body yeah. and type thing. Like using soap uh, like uh, some some would say, I mean you smoke weed for the same effect. But I get it. But, well, but that's from the ground. That's true. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 that's what I'll maybe, mean. No. Maybe that's what so you yeah. thought when you said it's grounding. Also, <laughs> it's also called earthing. Earthing refers to discovery that bodily contact with Earth's natural electrical charge stabilizes the physiology at the deepest levels. Reduces inflammation, pain, stress, improves blood flow, energy, and sleep, and generates greater well-being. But I would argue so, that just being outside does that. I will anyways. say. I will say this. I will yeah. say that sometimes the way I may, I may have some incredulity. Incredulity. It's because one of the things that we do in my work is like I understand the permittivity of the ground. And how that affects different things. I don't know what you just said. Uh, things that pass through. How the, the electroconductivity of the ground. Oh, uh, okay. And how it affects certain things. And then how that's vitally important when you're engineering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I mean, it's very difficult to, it's, I understand, I, like I said, I understand that. I'm looking at, I guess, from a yeah. from you, a certain your job is to disrupt the con the the the, the continuity of the earth out there. Yeah, but like all the time. But I I get the concept very well. To refer back, it makes what, sense. To refer back what Gabby was say, saying. Oh, go go ahead, go it, ahead, Eric. It feels it feels real good. Yeah, um, it feels feel good. Like mostly we yeah. usually have our feet under wraps. You know, like you got socks on, shoes on, yeah. and I think like, you know, and we walk on concrete or like you know, artificial floors and stuff. And so yeah. like it, 
I think just the feeling yeah. of being like barefoot in grass is kind of exhilarating. My, my wife loves it. She thinks it's the best thing in the world. It's like going to yeah. the beach and walking barefoot. Yeah, walking barefoot. Which is for some reason yeah. is the only appropriate place for you to be barefoot outside for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, our feet are really sensitive, but then yeah. we like keep them wrapped up to where they don't I, I, yeah, feel I would, anything. I would say there's a psychological imperative here, where, whereas the feet and the shoes upon which we wear our feet and our socks really is our societal bounds. And so do, when we release those bounds, do you, we feel free. Do you wear socks in your house? Yes. I, I wear don't. socks nonstop. I don't. Mm-hmm. When I get home, I take my sock. I am barefoot mm-hmm. because I was raised in the woods and I went out like we didn't have Crocs and sandals. Yeah. We walked outside barefoot. Yeah. You had I, shoes, as a child, though, I, no, I, I did. did that. As a like, child, we didn't walk. I didn't. We rarely. We wore yeah. shoes. Not as a child, shoes. I didn't we wore shoes. shoes when we went to town. If yeah. I walked down my, <laughs> yeah, like like like, he says like little house on the prairie. No, no, no. Oh, typically, have to put on your going to town shoes. <laughs> well, no, Paul. no. I t- no. The thing is, and I think that you're. I think that you're living in a bubble that most people in the country. That's that true. Would, I mean, do not my wear wife, shoes. My wife didn't wear shoes. You do I not wear shoes outside. Not had. No. So shoes you have outside. never walked outside barefoot. Mm-mm. I mean, I have recently. Yes, not, but growing up, no, no. My, growing so up, my, I was. So uh, I want you to understand that up until fifty years ago. That was not the norm. That was incredibly weird for you to a wear shoes. You're be, saying this so aggressive. Yes, to me. because you're laughing at something that for the past. <laughs> I'm not, no. Yes, yes. You, <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're taking it as an offense. I just I'm thought it was unusual. It I'm saying <laughs> is that you're unusual, and that you're looking at something that's like well, I can't believe people do this. Roman soldiers every, wore sandals and marched across barefooted across half of Italy. Uh, everywhere I went barefoot as a child, I was told, you're going to get ringworm. <laughs> That's how I grew up. Well, nobody, no. Well, I will, to Gabby's point. Thank you. I grew up with, I grew up, I grew up like 12 up, always shoes on. That's why I, I was a city it. guy. My, but my wife. In the town. Yeah. My wife. No shoes. My nephew, right. he's 11 now. He walks around barefooted with his shirt off, with his, his underwear on. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it still does it. And, but Charday, and that's the way it is. Charday. She don't count. No shoes. No right. shoes. No socks. Right. Don't count. Right. But she grew up in town. Don't count. It doesn't she matter. She does not count. It doesn't matter. My, my, my point is, is that this whole idea of... Of this is happening. Well, we really went off on a shoe. I'm, 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 I'm just saying is that is that there there is tons of this stuff that people look at later and go, this seems odd. But I think like just to point out about your recent thing, like you you act like here just recently you talked about going outside getting sun on your face when you first wake up in right. terms of melatonin. Doctor Huberman, Doctor Huberman, yeah. which was something I've been telling you for years. Never like, heard you say those. Yes, words. when you wake up, <laughs> you should go outside. <laughs> Almost to meet the first everybody. I've never heard Jerry say those words. I but had, suddenly he I, takes credit no, for it. No, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 Wait, have, I have no comment. Have, have you done any cold plunging? Yes. Yes, that's helpful. Um, that is that I, is therapeutic. Yes. I have not done any cold plunging. That stuff is great, my friend. D, I have done the cold showers because that's all I have available to me at the moment. With my shoes on. <laughs> With my shoes, flip flops in the shower. Uh, he has hot water, right? My my friend oh, wow. Deej of uh, Disagreeable Nerd and uh, two role playing games on this podcast, he bought one of those cold pod things. Yeah, he has done it. I went over there to do it one day. We put ice in it, but then we ended up like getting distracted. And by the time we got to the water, it was warm again, so it didn't work. <laughs> but I I 
I don't want to do it because when I turn the cold water on now in the shower in the wintertime, it is extremely painful and cold. That's what it's supposed to be. And I know that's what it's supposed to be. But I plan on doing it. And okay, so this is this is all things I'm very interested in, as Dr. Huberman uh, discusses. Dr. He discusses, Huberman. He discusses cold plunging, being very natural. Uh, He's also very anti-alcohol, which is my big hang-up with I Dr. Huberman. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and Lindsay, do you do y'all, do you imbibe in alcoholic drinks? Not really. Eric, I, I don't think he's ever been drunk, but not because we're like drinking or religious <laughs> or anything. It's just, um, he just never got into it. And unhealthy. I don't really It is unhealthy. Anymore. It's quite, I, I will say. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. I drink, but I've never been yeah. drunk before. And it's a it's a carcinogen, so yes. I guess I'll just like yes. the first thing. Right. Yes. It, it, it <laughs> is, I, uh, I, we here at the board game snobs do not condone drinking. <laughs> I like that we had to make a statement. <laughs> I understand oh, really? how terrible it is for you. And I Your fully, sponsors are going to be upset. Eric has met you. No, I mean there are health there are health benefits to drinking. No, there's not. That's, no, there, that's all. That's no, there no there wine. actually are. That's big alcohol. No, no that's not big. Not are you serious? Wine. There's there is some. Okay, health it can uh, ease your stomach. Parts. But but with with the cold plunges and all that, I was doing that back before it was cool. Here we go, Doctor Hugh. Because we did it on fire department. Well, can I answer this question before yeah. we get? To, Protein. I think th here's the thing that I always kind of I find interesting. If you are a person who is conscientious enough to go outside and, with bare feet mm -hmm. because it makes you feel good and it reconnects you with energy, so forth and so on, you are doing something that by definition is healthy for you. Right. It makes you feel better. It has all these residual effects. Mm -hmm. Most likely you're a person who also is conscientious about other things health wise. Right. If you're a person who cold plunges, it put you into this space. If you cold plunge, most likely you're starting to be concerned with other areas of your life, right. which then makes you healthy. I think this is one of those causation scenarios yeah. where people go, well, this, I do this yeah. thing and oh, it, it has all these, it has all these benefits for me. Well, yes, because you're, you're one thing causes you to be healthy in all these yeah. other areas. Well, so, but it's not just that one thing. One That's of, just me kicking it off. One of the big things my doctor Huberman is talking about. He's is, not your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor. Have you paid him money? <laughs> is he talks about the, the sponsored by Doctor Huberman? That's right. Sponsor that. He talks about the effects of dopamine and dopamine seeking, and he's very anti-alcohol in himself. Even though he says, "I will drink," but he talks about how when we start drinking alcohol and we get that feeling that alcohol provides, how narrow our focus becomes and basically like you just seek the dopamine hit that alcohol provides which is of course a negative effect like you no longer enjoy things of anything else except for alcohol whereas he talks about the effects of more natural things like code plunging can provide you a dopamine hit that it it provides you this hit that lasts way longer yeah you feel better than anything alcohol can do for you because, you know, or drugs that, cause those are very quick. They're very intense. They're very quick, but they don't last anything. See, I, I guess I would agree with that other than the fact that alcohol lasts as long as you drink it. If you drink it. In no, in fact, it does not though. Yeah, it doesn't alcohol at some point in time. It makes your well, brain, the cortisol levels drop and everything just crashes very quickly. So, okay, I would have to look at that. And it depletes your thiamine. Yeah. Well, I mean, saying, so you, if you're, are you, well, I said for clarity, you're saying so that if a person who hardly drinks, right, drinks, has two drinks, but he spreads those drinks out over three hours, mm -hmm. 
and he gets the same um, chemical uptick that the, that alcohol produces, that somehow I'm going to go on a negative curve eventually in that two-hour window? I wouldn't say in that two-hour window, but if you're utilizing alcohol to increase, to have a feeling, yes. to get a dopamine yes. surge, you will bottom out. So, so really, it's your motivation while you drink. Because right. for me, I don't drink for the... I don't drink for the effect of alcohol. That's why I don't drink a lot of it. I drink it because there's nothing that tastes like alcohol. Right. It's no different than me to going to a store and getting a Coke vanilla. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nothing like that. So if I drink a certain type of bourbon, that's why I'm very particular about what I drink or, or the, the taste of it, because that's why I'm drinking it. I don't, I don't think I've ever. Besides, like one time, which is somebody overserving me, like they, the that's their fault. Sorry, yeah, no, 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 no. It was that. like I got an old fashioned that was all alcohol, and then three drink, three sips in, it was like, wait a minute, I haven't eaten anything. Well, this is I mean, weird. typically, so, but that's not my typical experience. What, what you're talking about, I mean, typically, most people would say the buzz. Yeah, and I don't that, have a buzz, but that's the that's the dopamine hit where you start like oh you're feeling warm, you're feeling fuzzy. Yeah, I don't like the buzz. Good. That's yeah. a weird feeling. I don't like the that one time that it happened. That but that no, I don't like that feeling. It's like I'm out of control. I but don't, don't like that. But the, that's such a fine line because okay, that's it. which one, is why you should try grounding and rectal sinus. <laughs> <laughs> but what but, does but, it happen? But I will try it. I will go home today and I will try uh but with with my feet in the ground just to it, experience. I, it. I don't think I. Uh, the be I think honest, be neat. from a scientific standpoint of the evidence, I haven't seen a lot of evidence that says that it works, but I think psychologically, just being outside, yes, that, yeah. yes, yes, like you magnets don't dog, help you. Yeah, yeah, you go outside with your dog and sit, yeah. I mean, like, I think that there there is something to that. Yes, well, I agree. If, if you look at Eric and Lindsay, if you look at their Instagram, what's your, inst- do y'all have a public Instagram you want people to follow? Yeah, I think they're all public. Uh, yeah, I mean, m- mine is now really our uh, Airbnb treehouse. Oh, you have a treehouse? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's legit. <laughs> is that the Hello Linwood? Hello Linwood, yeah. Oh. And um, Linwood. Linwood, that's right. L I N W O O D. But I think, like, overall, as you start to incorporate more healthy habits, you find that, like, there's nothing that compares to, like, a good night's sleep or, like, yes. being hydrated all day yeah, or that's true. eating. Yeah. Like, if you eat healthy versus just having these spikes of sugar, like, you just feel yeah yeah more good. Uh, you know, you feel better and you feel better for a longer. And so I think if you can start doing something simple that you enjoy that's healthy and build on it, it's a lot easier because you feel the benefit and it feels so much better than feeling exhausted, feeling you know, brain foggy or, or whatever, like your feel bad symptoms are and cold plunging is awful. Like it feels terrible in the moment, but it's, it's the after and it's like exhilarating and helps you focus. And I don't know, it just makes you feel really alive. It does. I like, well, there's something about the cold plunging that my Dr. Huberman says, he's not your doctor. (laughs) It, it relates to the fact that, and I, this is not just him, but all many people that are into this whole psychology of the physiology, blah, 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 that you're uncomfortable. Like being this uncomfortable, you're looking forward to not being uncomfortable. And that's what makes you feel good when you're suddenly no longer that uncomfortable again. And that just lasts. Well, that It teaches you to tolerate being uncomfortable so you're not such a wuss. Right. <laughs> I think that stress can be good it's in positive terms of stress. So like, you know, exercise yes. is a type of stress. This type of stress. Heat and cold are stresses on your body, but if you're not doing, 
you know, prolonged amounts of this, then it's, it's actually kind of like a good stimulus for your body. Yes. I'm taking my socks off right now. I don't <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Uh, Bubba's the, downloading what's the Instagram. In, what's the Instagram account? I'm sorry. <laughs> Bubba's getting on IG right now. It's Linwood. What was it? I always remember it for some reason. Hello, Linwood. Hello, Linwood. But really, I mean, Eric's, Eric's is like rice underscore Gonzalez with two G's. I think his is because I've deleted a lot of our personal posts off there now. Yeah, since okay. It's more like business. I but find. I mean, there's some stuff on there. You Have y'all had. Have y'all had any success with your treehouse? Yeah, it's been great. We've we were like booked every weekend. Nice. Um, we didn't really have to promote much. It, it was really easy. Yeah, is it on right. Instagram as well? Not nah, we'll yeah, We'll you. show you here shortly. Okay, I'll find. So the, the, they built a treehouse, but there's no electricity That's or fine. indoor yeah. plumbing. No outlets. Mm, I can make Nothing. that work. Make that work. You like, just do it. You're just there. So do y- y'all provide it's a port- camping? You provide a uh, outhouse, right? Yep, we provide water and um, like a cooktop, like a gas camp stove, and like just like three gallons of drinking water, filtered drinking water, is- and then we have a bunch of battery powered lanterns. It's really focused on people who are trying to get out of the city and yeah. be like in nature for a little while. It's kind yeah. of like our the people we're like aiming for and stuff. So I know yeah. I may it may have sound like in the beginning though. I'm I'm like I'm not like a nature person, but my wife and I we love to. We love stuff like that. It's very healthy for you. Very yeah. Good. Have you had anyone show up that was not prepared for what you offered? They asked for the Wi-Fi no, password. <laughs> I think we we tried to. Um, we try to be upfront with yeah, what we are. Yeah. And if there was going to be like bad weather, I would just be like, hey, you know, are you sure you want to come? It's cold or it's hot. But I mean, we had really great reviews and people just loved it. So that was really great because. We weren't sure what to expect. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we we were gonna rent out the sauna. So we we built a wood fired sauna. Oh. Um, oh and nice. then we rented it to to one couple, and I was just so nervous the whole time. We I, hadn't even really used it yet, so we were just even just trying to yeah. you know get <laughs> familiar with. They go inside and they just cook themselves. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've been like masana is my next project. Because sauna, like, yeah, you want to wear, right? Yes, I actually from was one tr- extreme to the other. Well, I didn't want to, re- yeah, you do because you got your heat yeah. shot proteins, but I didn't like the infrared saunas. I was looking for something else. But it, it basically, the, being in a sauna like 180 degrees for 20 minutes is equivalent to like a cardiovascular workout. Like they've yeah. done studies on like older mm-hmm. people in terms of their cardiovascular house, just sitting in there for 20 minutes. I like my Jerry medium rare. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's one It's one of the things that made the Roman Empire the Roman Empire. Yeah, because they saunaed. And then they're like, when they sit around the sauna, their pores would open and their mind would open and they'd be like, you know those Gauls? <laughs> we need to go up there and show them. What about those Britons? Yeah. And they just went and Scythians and they just did like- that because they, they got hot. And they're like, we're done with this. Yeah. I, I don't know where we were going with all this, but it's very, it's been very fast. Yo, the last, yeah, you're the last caller. We got to let Ryan go. We're over time. Yeah, we're done. We were done, but after Eric and Lindsay. But uh, Eric and Lindsay, do y'all have any questions, comments, concerns before we let you go? Bubba, what are you reading right now? Oh. <laughs> I am reading a book that Jerry has told me I need to read called, uh, which is not a, I know. So I don't normally read these types of books, but it is called Addicted to Drama. Came in a few days ago. It is a, it is written by a guy, psychologist. It's pretty, pretty nice psychologist guy, but it's called Addicted to Drama. Helps you discern certain things. Before, before reading that, I was reading, um, let's see. I was reading Fitzgerald. 
I love him. I got into a poetry kick here, here lately, so I've been getting back into that, which uh, I just a lot of interesting people there. And let's see my other big guy that I was reading. Wow, I can't believe I forgot. Wow, Jerry, I can't believe I forgot. I I that's a very good was, question. I've been reading uh, Nancy Drew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good question. Uh, Mysterious Staircase has really got me uh, going. I will say I have I have recently acquired like 10 or 12 books that I have to, that's on my shelf. Uh, and I go through a, I don't get to read like I used to, so I go through a, I'm, uh, are you a reader? Hit and miss. Hit and we, miss. We read a lot of nonfiction. Nonfiction is great. Have you ever read the, uh, oh, nonfiction. Have you ever read, Um, you know what? You have to send an email and I might send an email you back <laughs> because this is a very engaging conversation to me. And once I start on books, I do not stop. Yeah. As I lay dying, I've been, I've been rereading that. I hadn't read that in many, many years. Actually, it's the first time in my life I'm rereading a book. Andersonville, I'm rereading that. Yeah. I know you like Andersonville. Yeah. It's a book about civil war. I hadn't read that one in quite some time. So I'm rereading that for the first time. And, um, yeah, I don't know what I got on my toilet either. I'm doing. That's I know you have books on your toilet. Yeah. I'm doing the Napoleon biography. Are you serious? Which I'm rereading because because I'm, I'm, movie coming out. Well, no, I read the. I listened to a podcast about it, and I'd always liked that. I always wanted to read his biography. Yeah, and so I'm rereading yeah. that, which drives me insane. That's good. Uh, if I may ask, what is your? Since you read nonfiction, what is your favorite one? I'll pick it up. I guess I wouldn't call this one nonfiction, but I think my favorite book is called Ishmael uh-huh. by Ishmael. Daniel Quinn. Yep. I hadn't read it, but uh, I know what it is. But yeah. we read a lot of nonfiction about, I guess. I feel like I haven't read a lot recently. Is, is that about the guy that hunted Moby Dick? No. No. <laughs> but good one, though. Good guess. <laughs> His autobiography. <laughs> All right. um, yeah, I don't know. We read a lot about like gardening or homesteading or um, just more like learning well, how to do things. Well, now, the backyard you, farm. Yeah, you may not. So there is. Um, and I know we have to go, but she started in it. So um, <laughs> I have recently, I've like the past year, I, I've realized that I need to learn new skills. And one of those things that I've been re- realizing is um, gardening, which I, I understood that gardening is can be complex. So I've been reading a lot of books on gardening. Jerry Baker is the man. Hose, hose, hose. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I had a book by Jerry Baker about. Yes. Did you I really? used to get email, I used to get letters all the time because his 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 books and letters he would send for advertising mm-hmm. was from Jerry Baker to and then your name and address. So yeah. it was always from Jerry Baker to Jerry Baker. But Jerry Baker, the master gardener, was a so well-known. I think getting your hands in the dirt would have the same effect as grounding. Well, it's it not, does. But yeah. I, I was getting into that aquaculture, doing stuff in water, growing things in water, building sheds. I'm going to do a, some off-grid stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to it. So, yeah, the, I've I've gotten into a lot of books, some old ones and some new ones. I'm downloading books from the library, which I hadn't done in years. They were like the old guides, like mm-hmm. the, old pe- the way people mm-hmm. used to do things. So, yeah, this is very educational. So, we, we, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're good people. You can tell people by the books they read. He's got a thing for Dracula. Uh, oh, oh, now, wait a minute. Are we he, talking about the classic Dracula? He reads, or we twi- no, he reads Twilight. Dra- <laughs> I mean, what are we reading here? No, I read the classic once and Lindsay, you know, she picked it up and like opened it to a random page and uh, just made fun of me for what she read. So <laughs> oh. I, I don't even remember what it was. It was um, it was, I was joking with him that it was like softcore porn. And then I flipped to this page and it was talking about an erection or something. I was like, <laughs> see, <laughs> see. So, yeah, when you write a book pre 1900s, you can do that. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Eric and Lindsay, it's been a pleasure to take, talk to y'all. Tick to nice. you, talk tick, to you, tick, 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 talk to you once more. Yes, this concludes <laughs> our call-in episode. One. That's cool.
Board Game Snobs Calling episode number two. Number two. I gotta do it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. You're gonna conclude without even talking to me. No, oh, <laughs> you didn't get Ryan. Wow, we're trying to hurry it's up and the get the off one here guy. Ryan. It's the, the one, one guy. guy. How rude! Could you just have a microphone, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's been uh, DJing for we'll you. We'll let you close out. Like I have, Thank I you. have bullet points have a good one, for things to talk to you guys about. Like I was gonna tell you about the conversation I had with my kids about doing resolutions this year. Uh oh, but I. I don't think they were listening either. I'm pretty sure everything I said just went in one year and out the other. <laughs> what do they want to? What do you? What? What? What do you have planned for them? Their resolutions. Never mind. I think. I think. I think Jerry missed it. Oh, I missed it. Is it yeah, your kids? It, it, everything I said to them went in one year and out the other. One year. One oh, year the other. oh, oh, that was good. My God, that Ryan's was good. That's the not, microphone's fault. No, that was excellent. So no, excellent. Ryan's a fan of the cornball jokes as well. That's not. That's not. <laughs> that's good. That Ryan not all day. well at all. Uh, do Do you no, have I'm, any I'm, uh, comments, like questions, down. concerns you wish to address to us before we close out this podcast? <laughs> all right. Yes. Have you guys played blowing clock cover yet? We have not. Okay. That needs to be the next like group game you play. It's fantastic. It is more than just werewolf on steroids. Like a lot of people describe it as it's phenomenal, especially if you have a good moderator. So you guys ought to make a, a plan to come down to one of our game nights down here and let Jeff of the G run a game for us uh, and play with us. It's phenomenal. And it, Jeff it's with just been amazing. G we the is same. engaged now, isn't he? Yes, he got engaged at uh, our board game Christmas party. In fact, it yes. was pretty awesome. Jeff so finally asked asked Rachel or Tiffany, I can't remember her name, <laughs> uh, to marry him finally after I, stringing her along. So she said yes. I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, other thing, you guys remember a game from 2013 called Lewis and Clark Expedition? Yes, <laughs> I have it. Or Expedition. Okay. Yes. So uh, I played that a couple times on BGA. Finally broke it out live and in person with some friends of ours, my wife and I, and a couple of our friends. And it, especially with the um, publicity that Lost Rings of Arnick and um, Dune Imperium have gotten over the last couple of years, it is unfair that this game does not get more respect because it was the original combination of deck building, worker placement, Euro with resource gathering and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know how this game is. It's in the top like two fifty or whatever, but it's criminally underrated to it, me. It's, it holds it's a special place in my heart because it is one of the few games for which I purchased back when it first came out. I think I tried to solo it and shelved it, sold it, and recently repurchased it because I, I was not ready for it back in the day. Yes, it is criminally underrated. It's an excellent racing game, kind of managing your resources. And yes, it, it does everything well. And it gets bought. And the dual use card. Yes, it's amazing. It's an excellent game. But it's one of those games that gets, it, it is very much overlooked. And nobody, I mean, you'll see it bought and sold at the virtual flea market all the time and nobody realizing what it is. But yes, it's Lewis and Clark. There's even a dice version of it that I haven't played yet. But yes, it's, it's an amazing game. And one of the few games for which I have sold and repurchased. Rarely do I regret something enough that I will go back and get it again, but I have it again. 
Gabby's looking at me weird. Well, I'm just wondering, like, uh, we have never played it. I would, I, I'm supposing you played it yes, solo yes, or something? Yes, I played it solo. And yes, it's wonderful. It's a racing game, right? It's sort of kind of a racing game, yes. But it's more, yes. Yes, but it's all, well, it's, it's 100% a racing game, I think, because you're trying to be the first. So it's a reimagining of, instead of Jefferson just sending Lewis and Clark on the expedition to explore the Louisiana Territory, he sent multiple expeditions. And so the expeditions are racing to be the first one to get from St. Louis, wherever they start, to the, the Oregon coast. And it's about resource management. But what's cool is, and I didn't know this until I actually opened up the, the live version in the box, is that it's got, it comes with uh, little chips that allow you to change the geography of yeah. the map so that yeah. it doesn't have to be that same base mode every time. It can be a different, it can change up. Yeah, you can change can the map up. Uh, it's very neat. It's very neat. And it's one that, like, yeah. it came, when it came out, it was the hot stuff for a brief minute and then fell off. But yeah, it's it's criminal. I mean, that underrated. way preceded my moving from Monopoly and Scrabble into the hobby scene in like 2018. So I missed it and accidentally discovered it on BGA a couple of years ago. And then finally, like I said, you got to play it live and see it better. Yeah. It's one of the few Euro games that I like better live than I like it on BGA. But. Yep, I still got it. I got Ooh. I repurchased it, and it's it is a wonderful game. And I desperate, and it's one that that's on the list. I need to play with Gobby because I'm if I had to lay a bet of whether or not Gobby would like a game, like I'm pretty good at being able to judge. Enrique will like this game. Gobby will like this game. This is one that I think would be a hit with us. I I am pre-approving this board game. So oh, okay. I'm I'm that confident in it because I, in, the, <laughs> in the artwork, O'Toole, isn't it? I can't remember who the um, artwork is on it. It's somebody. I have it sitting right here. Let me look. The artwork is, uh, no, Vincent Dutrait. Vincent Dutrait. Now, Vincent Dutrait does some wonderful artwork. Famously, he was the one that did the uh, reimagined box cover for uh, Robinson Crusoe, the Portal Edition. So, Vincent Dutrait is, is there's, it's, I say Peter O'Toole. Ian O'Toole, Vincent Dutrait. The Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. There you go. Those are my guys. And Beth Sobel. Anyway, Ryan, we really appreciate you keeping doing all this for us. We didn't mean to tie you up on New Year's. Like, like this is a, this is a, I know your wife's tired from, from, from babysitting, from from sleeping children, putting babies in chokeholds and making them sleep through the night. She's asking me what game we're playing as soon as I get done here, which is, you know, when she's asking to play a game, that's a good sign. sign. (laughs) We're trying to figure out what to set up. But, like, uh, I'm glad I could be a part of it and yes. glad I can help you guys out. And it, it went really well. I think we ended up having like 14 or 15 people calling. So it's very nice. And I'm, more popular by the day. It's nice to be able to have them like last time they just got a busy signal or we would have to call them back and stuff. So this was, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm curious if it was just as accessible. Apparently it was because we had more people, call, more in, people so. call in. Yeah, more people call in. Uh, and we, this is like, we're going on three hours now. I know. I'm, just going to I'm exhausted. This episode yeah. I'm ready to go. There was about an hour in there where a party broke out in the lobby and uh, a bunch of people were playing games live together on BGA while waiting. <laughs> there, you no, there you go. Very nice. Well, Ryan, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate your services and your uh, listening and everything else you have provided for us over the past few years. Yes, legit. The well, My pleasure. My pleasure. Hope you guys have a great new year and uh, keep up the good work. We certainly right. will. And uh, bye bye. See you later. See you later. Let me close this out. Save officially. It. For God's sake, save. There's nothing to say. I mean, that was, I'm just oh. closing out the, the thing. 
Guys, we didn't get none of that. Oh, this is recording. He's recording on his end. I lost my mind. I didn't hit record. Okay, so that's going to do it for this episode of the Board Game Snobs Annual Call In Show number two. I'm Gabby. It's Jerry. Hey, it's Bubba. This is it. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Thank you.